What is going on, everybody? I just realized my own camera's on non. What in the hell? Hold up. What's going on, everybody? Why isn't this... There we go. There we go. Now we fixed. Guys, welcome into the Wrestling Freaks podcast with our special guest, the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Hold on, let me... Uh... Unmute in Discord here. Gentlemen, can you hear me? Yeah, man. Alright. Having camera uh having technical difficulties with the webcam. But it's all good. Pro, how you doing, man? I'm doing I'm doing great. Sorry. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing great, guys. Uh Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is this is gonna be a special treat. It's like you and like we said, it's been a minute. I mean, we did SmackDown watch alongs back in the day, kind of. Yeah, we did one back in the day, and well, we got to do more some days, you know. Give back to the community. Watch some watch alongs together. Combine. We got to do that again because it was super fun. Oh, for sure. A lot of people showed up. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, they did. It was did. crazy. And uh, I'm, I mean, I've kind of grown since then too. We're on the road to 400 followers. I don't know if you noticed that. I, I've, I've seen you, yeah. and you're constantly, you're constantly online. You're putting it in that work. I see you, man. Oh yeah, hell yeah. All right. Um, so we kind of thought that. Hmm. I wonder what's going on with that camera. I'm back. All right, it's all good. Um, but we kind of thought that we we'd uh we'd treat this like a little interview slash SummerSlam predictions, being that we got SummerSlam next weekend. How you how you feel about that? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I admit I've been I watching like SmackDown and stuff. Uh, I feel the same way like I normally do when it comes to these pay-per-views. Not hyped at all. Um, that's okay. Um, but you know that's, that's not to say I'll still watch. Yeah, I'll still watch. That's all right. Johnny Grunge, how you doing, man? We got Johnny Grunge in here. The mystery fluids in here. Matt Ward Games are in, is in here. Oh hey, the pro wrestling pod. I feel like I know that guy. <laughs> How you guys doing today? I'm doing good, man. It's on. Uh, it's Sunday, Jamo. How you doing, man? Hello. We've been okay today. Yeah. Same days are better than others, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Johnny's uh, Johnny's doing fantastic. All right, so 
Jamal, you want to start with a question or uh, or you want me to? You can. Hey, it's, it's, it's you're strange. Hell, I never been uh, I never been interviewed before. This is a first for me. So, I'm a, I'm an open book. Uh, just ask me anything. Sounds great to me. Um, so I guess the first question I want to start off with then is now you've you've been doing your podcast for quite a while now, right? Or, uh, or it's close to two and a half years. Two and a half years. That's that yep. is awesome. What made you so? I guess my first question is, you know, with the plethora of wrestling podcasts, and you know, obviously including the wrestling freaks. What made you just like? What made you decide like, hey, I'm gonna do this thing, and like, what got you? What got you inspired to wanting uh, wanting to do your own wrestling podcast? It's a it's a funny story because it ends with me uh, breaking up with uh, not breaking up but like uh, disbanding from one of my me and my best friends podcast. We had this podcast called the well we used to be on talk on the phone with each other all, constantly about wrestling, right? And we talked so much. I mean, for like a full. I mean, we known each other for ten years. And uh, that's all we ever talked about. I'm like, you know what, man? We should start a podcast. So we started this little thing called the FU show, you know, because uh, FU was John Cena's old move. Sure. We really liked the uh, Ruthless Aggression era growing up. So that was like one of our things. Uh, so we started that in 2020. And uh, long story short, we had a falling out. We didn't see eye to eye to a, a, a lot of things. Uh, you know, everybody has, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Uh, I'll say this, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but the minute you make it personal is when I start having an issue. So we had to, uh, to break up the team, essentially. So my thought process was, well, I had the equipment. Um, I had the means to do this. I can continue on and we can talk about pro wrestling. So my name and everything that I do is essentially out of spite um, <laughs> towards my friend. So he always talks about, hey, we're gonna talk about real pro wrestling, not that blah, blah, blah. So that's why I named my gimmick the Pro Wrestling Podcast as like a, as like a jab towards him. Ah, okay. So, uh, what made me get into it, though, is, you know, I've been a fan since I was eight, you know, eight years old. I may, may even be younger than that. Sure. WrestleMania 17, uh, the TLC match, I think we all know what I'm talking about, uh, was my first introduction into wrestling, and I haven't stopped. Well, that's a lie. I stopped in uh, 2014 when Punk left. But I haven't stopped, uh, you know, prior to that. That's right. I, I I've kind of forgot that you uh, you're a pretty massive CM Punk fan. Oh uh, yeah, I'm huge. He actually uh, 
commented on my Instagram shit. Are you serious? Yeah, it was, Dude, uh, it was big awesome. news. It was that's big news so back in the day. He, uh, it was when he was on his little hiatus, okay. and uh, I posted something on my Instagram, which I get more traction on there than I do anything streaming or, you know, whatever-wise, right? But um, I just said in my caption, like, let's just shake hands and make up. And he just, he commented simply, duh. He just said, duh. Like, and my whole world changed. Like, I felt like I won the fan lottery. CM Punk, after months of not saying anything, speaks up, and it's in my comment section. There you go. Dude, that is awesome. I know I rambled on there for a little bit. I'm not sure you got other questions, but... No, 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 that's fine. I mean, that was going to be probably one of my other questions, too, but... Jamo, you got anything? Um, you said that you've been doing this for, you know, about two, two and a half years. Roughly, roughly how big is your following in that short amount of time? Well, it's not that big. Um, to be, to be brutally honest to you guys and myself, it's not great. Um, and I, I don't know what what stems from it like maybe i'm not that entertaining but i will say that i've seen significant amount of growth um in the two and a half years and i appreciate every single follow whether it be one or two you know every two months i appreciate every follower that's come through and supported me throughout the two years um i am growing a little bit on youtube i mean i'm i'm I started out with 11 subscribers, and now I'm up to 333. So oh, damn, yeah, that's a significant jump. Yeah, so it's like, uh, it could be bigger, and I just wish I had the time to stream more. Sure. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, so does that answer your question, Jamo? I don't know. Sometimes I go on. No, I mean, you know, just in in that short amount of time, to go from 11 to you said 333. I mean, that's that's pretty good, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I try to say like, you know, everybody like like a uh, crazy. I said, not too long ago, there is a plethora. There it, we're oversaturated with wrestling podcasts. And it's not a dig towards anybody, you know, any of my friends, you guys, whatever, but I think there's a little too much. So my goal when I started out was to be different and essentially come out with more original content instead of just live streams. So like I'll record myself about a topic on in wrestling and then I'll, I'll edit that topic or I'll, I'll edit that video and then um, put it out there for the world to see. Sure. And I try to be as funny as I can. I'm not a comedian by any means, but yeah, you know, I, and it, live streaming is okay. It just sucks when you're naturally awkward in almost everything that you do in life. So, I mean, I, I, no, I, I'll, I actually I feel that. 
I do. I, I feel about being awkward. So. <laughs> Jamo, so like the original content. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Jamo believes he has a face for radio. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> you've never seen... You've never seen me on camera or anything? Uh huh. Oh wow. Okay. I've only seen you in the in chat or here, and your camera's on. Okay. Usually. Well, I I figured you have seen me in, and we'll get into these later. But you know, other efeds, I figured you've seen me do video promos. Oh, you know what? I have. I have. Yeah, there you okay, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, now, now that I think about it, you were just on uh, Jacobites. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> so, yeah, I, and I still feel that I have, again, a face for radio. I don't know, man. You, you could be, uh, I mean, there's no reason to not be on camera. I used to be like that, too. I used to hate the sound of my own fucking voice. I thought I had the voice for... Uh, I don't know. There's no joke there. But I thought I, I my voice was like grating because I sounded like a fucking nerd, right? But honestly, like you just learn to embrace it, man. And it's like it's all, I think it's all about confidence. Now, the confidence does not translate well for me. Like I said, whenever I'm in a setting that I don't feel comfortable with, that's when the awkwardness dials up to fucking eleven. Sure. So like I'll. Like, for, I know you guys, obviously. I've been, I've been a follower. Uh, I've been an acquaintance with Crazy Eyes and you guys in chat and on stream a couple of times. So I'm comfortable with talking to you guys like I am now. Mm -hmm. But you put me on, like, a big like a big uh, platform and say, hey, get, uh, you know, uh, plug your shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choke every time. Yeah. Every time. I don't know what it is. It's like a mental block. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But. And, you know, and that's that's kind of the same thing with, well, not necessarily the awkward, but, like, I never thought I'd become, never did I ever think I wanted to become a streamer. And my, my one-year anniversary on Twitch is this Tuesday. And time is flew, and I didn't. I honestly didn't know if I would have fun with it. I mean, and I mean, not making this about me because this is your uh, your interview, but it's it's just nuts, you know. And and like mm -hmm. and and we were talking about this with somebody else. Um, I think just yesterday that he had said he goes, you know, you don't know. You don't know until you turn the camera on. Meaning, that's like, a, that's you're excellent. not gonna know unless you just literally try it, you know. So, and that can go for video promos. That can go for interviews. You, you know, whatever. Um. Yeah. Let me let me twist the question to Jamo real quick, then. How long have you been doing the the on camera promos? Uh, the first. The first promo that I ever did on camera was actually with Jacobot back in 22. Really? Yes. 
Okay, and so that might have been K around the and time and I uh, missed was that. that in, that was 2K22, right? Yes, yeah, 2K, yeah, yeah, in 2K22, we actually started the EFED with, you know, a Jacobite stream, and I just decided to do one one night, I done it, and I think I've done three or four. And then Are you feeling like getting more comfortable now? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's and then you, and then you can't forget the infamous J-Moil commercial. <laughs> yes, I done. Yes, I done that commercial for Jacobot too. So yeah. Um. So I'm gonna kind of steal. We kind of, Jmo, you and I talked about um, maybe questions we were gonna ask him, and I'm gonna, and I might, I might steal one from you. So this is kind of coming from both of us. Pro. Okay. But, um, what, I mean, you've been doing this for two and a half years. What advice would you possibly give us to, you know, as the wrestling freaks, to wanting to, I guess, get the word out there or help us grow? What, what advice do you think you would give us? Well, a big thing. Uh, first off, I'll, I'll preface this by saying I think you're doing great um, alone, just doing the Twitch thing. Uh, you, honestly, uh, I've been doing it for two and a half years, dude. I still am not affiliated yet, so really, I, I take that as a, I take that as my next goal for stuff like that. So on that aspect, you're doing great. Keep doing the streams and stuff. Big thing is a social media presence. So. Um, like I said, like I said before, um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Well, now it's X. It's X now. But I'm going to call it Twitter. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and um, threads and, uh, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. You have, I would start by making an account and kind of, if you have the time to tweet out your opinions on things, um, promote upcoming streams. Um, just put yourself out there on, on Instagram too. You can upload clips on there, you know, funny clips. Uh, the more content you have, the more reason why people will want to come in. Okay. I've seen my numbers go from like two viewers to six to 11 sometimes just by me promoting it on my Instagram and my Twitter. Okay. And uh, not for nothing, I've because of everything that's happened and all the notoriety, like I said, I don't get crazy numbers, uh, pretty standard, but I've gotten spots on Fightful to talk. So just putting yourself, the fuck was that? Hunter Digger Bellthole. Oh. Hunter, how you doing, man? Um, so just putting yourself out there. That's a one, some advice I could say. Just, and just be yourself. Don't, don't try to, don't try to be like these other people who, who fake it up and, you know, Disneyfy their, their opinions and just like, if you got something to say, say it. Just don't, you know, don't be a dick either. Like, don't, don't hate on a wrestler. Um, 
just because. If you're going to hate on somebody, have like a concrete, legitimate reason on why you do. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely because, it does, cause I, uh, because there's already one that I, that immediately comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, it's like, these people are not doing this for their health. Like, I, I would know, I, I, I trained to become a wrestler for about three months, you know, before I decided to quit because it hurt my body so much. My back, my back still hasn't been the same, and I, it's been since 2017 since I happened, alright? So it's like, they're putting their bodies on the line for us, they're entertaining us, you know, and I just don't agree with talking shit about them just to talk shit about them or saying that they suck. Like, find, another thing you should do is just find the good in things. But call out, Matt, call out segments and shit that suck. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, that, that if, if I could give you guys any advice, it'd be that. Be yourself, get social media presence, don't be a dick. Okay. I mean, I, I like, uh, you say about, and like, don't talk shit, just talk shit. I think JMO, JMO might know the first name that comes to mind that I'm thinking of. And yeah, I get it. No, it's not for everybody to do that. People yeah. are going to do whatever the hell they want. They can disagree with me all they want. Um, I'm not here to change anybody's minds about how they conduct themselves when they're on stream, but yeah, um, it goes a long way. You know, sure. people respond better to kindness than to, you know, bitterness. Yeah. Oh, so, I agree. Uh, but JMO, I'm curious to see what JMO has to say. About what? Uh, the name. What's the name that we're? Well, because he, uh, he said, "Don't talk shit just because uh, about somebody on a wrestler that uh, just because you hate them, just because you hate them." And I said, "There's already one that comes to mind." And then I yeah, said, "Yeah, well, but the owner, but the the name that crazy thinking about, I'm almost guarantee you I know who it is. But the only reason he talks about him and says something about him is be, and I know it's the character." But Crazy just has this thing about Dom. Yep. <laughs> That's who it is. <laughs> yep. Okay. So. But, but the thing is, the fact that we don't like Dom, that means that he's doing his character correct, in my yes. opinion. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate him as a person. I just hate his character. Like, I just, I, I can't stand him. And again, so, like Damo said, he, he's doing his character correct, so. Okay. Uh, so, I'm glad that we brought him up, because now this opens up floodgates to my opinions, <laughs> right? So, go here we go. Go ahead. No, that, uh, that's what we do here. Uh, go for it. My opinion of Dom. So, just forget whatever I just said a little bit ago. <laughs> uh -oh. All right? Because all that gets thrown out the window whenever somebody brings up Dominic Mysterio to me. Because I'll, I'll admit, he has, I guess, improved the uh, getting people to give a shit about him aspect of his career. Mm -hmm. 
But I feel like all of that is hanging on the coattails of constantly being with somebody else. He was with his dad at the beginning of the career, right? Perfect, perfect leap into what he's doing now. Now he's with the, the Judgment, I almost called him the Dark Order, but it's a Judgment Day. Yeah. Now he's with the Judgment Day with Rhea. If it wasn't for Rhea, I don't think we'd be talking about Dominic anymore. Right. Um, How you doing, OG? His wrestling as a whole is ass. He is, he is ass in the ring. Yep. Now, okay. okay, on that point, I can actually say that his last match was actually really good. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, how much of that is him and how much of that was Wesley? Are you talking about that match? No. Uh, no. Uh, who did he? Sammy uh, Zayn. Sammy Zayn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sammy Zayn. Yeah. Yeah, he faced Sammy Zayn on Raw, I believe, last week, and put the North American title on the line. Oh yeah. So I just feel like that's. Here's like I feel the same way about Roman Reigns too. I feel like he surrounds himself with people that can carry a match, so it gives this illusion that he's putting on a good match. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, now put him up against somebody who has little experience, and uh, is you know super green in the ring, right? But they can they know the fundamentals, so they can kind of, they they get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put him up against like a rookie rookie, and see how good that match is. And I guarantee you, you won't be saying that. Okay, so I gave this point. reference. I actually gave this reference, I believe, um, this past Raw with Crazy. Okay. Or that Dom reminds me, it, you know, the, the way he is in the ring and the way he conducts himself, Dom now reminds me of a rookie Goldberg. With that, but with that being said, it's that he need that when he gets in the ring with somebody that actually knows what he's doing, it actually brings out the worst in him, and it exposes him as a bad wrestler. Right, and referencing back to that Wesley match that he had, he legitimately did not. You guys seen that spot with the really bad suplex, right? I think so. He dropped Wesley on his head. Like, right on his head. Because he didn't know what he was supposed to do. He didn't know if it was supposed to be a back-to-belly suplex or uh, or just a regular suplex. So yeah. he panicked, fucking just dropped Wesley right on his head. Mm, okay. He's unsafe. And then they made him champion the same night. I, and, you know, yeah, it's like, I didn't, and unfortunately, I didn't watch NXT. I saw, obviously, I saw the highlights of how Dom won, but I didn't watch it. And, but I didn't know that. And, and to, tonight's Great American Bash, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. And he defends against, I think, Wesley and Mustafa Ali. 
But yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, that that should not. I feel bad that Ali and Wesley have to lose to a Dominic Mysterio. Like that does not compute to me. Uh, Holly, yes, we are Ali is really good. And you know, I'm I'm actually I'm actually thinking, which I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and give my prediction for for this match right now i wonder if dom is just that transitional champion to get to tonight and actually let either wesley or ali pin the other but still keep dom looking good and not get the pin that's a good point yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if Rhea's going to be there. Oh, you know she that will. More than likely because Dom is always going to have somebody in his corner to distract somebody for him to get the win. And that's what that's another thing that Crazy gets so upset about that Dom cannot win a match by himself. He can't. He can't. No. He's literally Roman Reigns. So, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll get off of Dom here in a little bit. Uh, but, and you guys can ask, I don't know if you guys got any more questions towards me, but there was, there's this thing that him and Roman have that people just, like like I said, they, they just delude them, or the delusional into thinking that they're actual good wrestlers. Roman Reigns surrounds himself against around good people that makes them look good. But he constantly needs help to win a match. Like that whole 2021 era, 2022. How many times did the Usos come out and fucking help him out? You know, every match. Yeah. And they and they and then they sit there and they go, God, you know, he's such a good heel. And I'll admit, I'll admit too, Roman Reigns, in the past three years, I like this guy. I like this Roman. This is a good Roman, and the storyline is great. I cannot say the same for Dom. Yeah, I would rather uh, like uh, I agree. He's, I would rather. He's not improved on the mic. Him holding up a mic, him holding up a mic like this, and saying ah, and then getting booed is not good heat. No, that's just it's not. people don't want to hear what the fuck you have to say because you're a nepo baby that got that that, that was gone wrong, right? It's like, nobody wants to hear what you have to say. You're shit in the ring. You're shit on the mic. You can't do a backstage segment without fucking smiling constantly. Even uh-huh. when you're trying to be serious. So... <laughs> that actually... <laughs> funny thing about it is that actually brings up and kind of transitions into another wrestler that's just as bad. Uh-oh. Ronda. Ronda Rousey? Yes. Listen, she had her 15 minutes of fame. Yep. And it it it, it exploded like a fart. And then. So, but that's what I'm saying. Nobody wants to hear her talk. Nobody wants to see her in the ring. And nobody wants to see a backstage segment. So both of them, they are almost parallel with what they're doing right now in their career. 
Almost. Almost. I would say that uh, Rhonda, they really tried with Rhonda. They really tried with Rhonda. And I would say Rhonda so far has more of a more more of a resume than Dom right now, but like, yeah, yeah, I would I would have to agree. Mm-hmm. It's almost parallel. They can't they can't cut it on the mic. They have they have no personality outside of <clears throat> I don't know. No, I'll take that back. Dom does have a personality. I just don't like it. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a very and good that's, point. And that's fire. Uh huh. No, and, and like one more, th- one last thing on Dom, and then we'll uh, we'll move on to. I just saw a TikTok recently of um, Dominic was on like the radio, uh, whatever station it was. Don't um, I mean whatever? But he was interviewed, and people callers could call in and just be like, "Hey, what do you want to ask Dom?" And I kid you not, one of uh, like. One guy called in. He goes, "Hey man, I wasn't a fan of you at first, but you really, uh, you really opened my eyes the last couple months. Keep doing what you're doing." And then he goes, "My 11 year old son has a question for you, so hold on." So he gives the phone to his son, and he goes, "Hey Dominic, how does it feel? Uh, how does it feel being Rhea Ripley's bitch?" <laughs> and Dom wow. goes, "Oh, yeah, not bad." I'm like, wow. Not okay. bad. Not bad. What? What? A, that's not even a fucking. That's not even an answer. No, it's not. What does that mean? Not bad. I mean, again, it, you know, kind of makes you wonder. Like, does he even? And doesn't he? And does he? Even I'm. I'm just. I'm just curious, though. And like I said, we'll get off of this. I'm just curious onto why he's so adamant. Is that the right word? Adamant. adamant on claiming that he has a deadbeat father but he still shares his fucking last name that's what I want to yes thank you thank you I brought that up a couple times on stream like again if like you said I was and you when know? you especially now that he's champion and he's quote unquote other people are saying like he's arguably like one of the biggest heels on TV right now because nobody wants to hear him fucking talk. But I full on expected when he was going like gonna go full blown. I was thinking that they were just gonna drop the Mysterio name when he was in Judgment Day, especially with the whole storyline of yeah, the Mysterio legacy will be mine, and then he lost at Mania. So then why wouldn't he just drop the last name and just go Dominic? Like Mysterio in Spanish literally means mysterious. What the fuck is mysterious about him? Hmm. I don't know. Besides how he got a career. Yeah. And And I have I have been saying for a very long time that he actually needs to go to NXT. And stay in NXT for a while to get better. Yeah, but not like that. Not like winning a oh, belt. Oh, not like he is now. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the talent in NXT. Like I don't even watch NXT anymore, but I and I have a strong feeling that the talent in NXT would walk circles around him. 
Anyway, off of Dominic. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, sorry, one last thing. I will say, though, NXT, the show, yeah. is bad. But their pay-per-views are pretty legit. Okay. Because they take away... They take away the backstage, the cringy backstage segments and, you know, like the fucking vignettes and shit. And it's the one time that it feels like old NXT again where it's just matches. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say. I, I just wanted to defend NXT because I know they get a bad rep ever since they turned to 2.0. Yeah, but, and, and I get it that they're like... They're, they were the black and gold, and then they were the 2.0 rainbow, and now, like, they're the white and gold. So, I like, I keep hearing from everybody else that, you know, they're they're getting better. They're trying to bring back shades of, like, the old black and gold NXT. Um, I just, I don't know. It's the feel of it. It's not the same, because the old mm-hmm. NXT arena when they were in Orlando was... You know, it was it, the lighting was good. It was dark. Yep. And yep. it felt it felt bigger, like it was a bigger stadium. And then this just feels like a fucking they're like in a toilet bowl, with all these crazy lights. It's like it's too small of a building. Okay. For it to have all those lights. Are they still in full sale? No, they got out of full okay. sale. That's uh, that's probably why. Yeah. Um, no, I mean. I, I, will I give NXT a, a chance? Yeah, maybe. Maybe down the line. We'll see. Um, uh, all right. Well, sorry, I'll, moving on. Yeah, okay. I actually have a quick question for you. Yeah. Um, if you had to choose one organization, and I don't think, I don't think we've asked this with anybody lately, or to anybody, if you had to choose one wrestling company that you had to sit and watch all day, every day, what would it be? Yeah, we've never asked this before, so great question. Um, one I can actually sit through and uh, would have to be AEW. Okay. Yeah. You more of um, an AEW fan than WWE? It's not, it's not that. Like, WWE is my first love, all right? That's my first introduction yep. into wrestling. Before New Japan, before AEW, it was always WWE, yep. right? Um, I'm, not the, I'm not the type to be all, you know, tribalistic about this shit because I think it's unhealthy. I think you should love, you know, like what you like, but you should love all wrestling if you're a real wrestling fan. Um, I agree. I agree. It's it, AEW is just more. Uh, it, things happen, I guess. Things are happening when you watch a show, and the hype around it, like, is different from a hype of a SmackDown. Like, so I look up the card for AEW this week because I do, you know, shows, mm-hmm. and. That's stacked. You got these big fucking names with six matches that are already announced, and you 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 just look at the card and you're like, oh, that's gonna be sick. That's gonna be awesome, right? Okay. And then you watch the show to see what happens. But the point is, you're looking forward to it. With sure. SmackDown, 
I had, they only announced a Bloodline segment and two matches. Yeah. Like, and going back to what I was saying, that being my first love, they have drastically changed in the 20 plus years that I've been a wrestling fan. And they still get numbers, but the numbers is not what I care about. It's, I know business-wise, it's, it's, you should, but quality over quantity. The shows suck. And that's why I would say AEW primarily. Okay. And then I would say second to that would be Impact. And okay. then third would be New Japan. And then fourth would be WWE. Okay. I mean, that's that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what about you guys? Well, I only watch WWE. Um, okay. I just, I can't get behind AEW. I don't... It's not that I... It's not that I hate it. I just... I can't... I can't get behind it. It just... Hmm. To me, it's... I feel like when uh, when and I've said this before on on our show before that when AEW was first like announced, what was it two years and they're going on like two three years now, I think. Um, when it was first announced, and I'm like, okay, all right, new pr- uh, new promotion, and then like the second, not uh, not Chris Jericho, but like the second. In my opinion, the second we found out that Moxley went in there, or uh, John Moxley went into AEW, the floodgates literally just opened, and they just kept signing and signing and signing and signing more and more WWE guys. When they initially signed a whole bunch of, like, indie promotion guys and never really booked them. I mean, they needed, like, in in my opinion, did they do it wrong? Sort of. I, f- I feel like they, they brought in too much star power to get, the, uh, to get them off the ground, and then they never built the original roster. In, and again, in my opinion, they never really built the original roster that they initially signed. And they're just getting, like, the indie guys, like... If you're going to be a new promotion, showcase who you signed. Yeah, I, I, maybe sign a couple a couple big names just to get your name out there, but then it just it in my opinion just never stopped. And it's still sort of going, maybe not as heavy initially, but I don't know. I just I don't know. That's okay. uh, that's just, uh, again. I don't hate it. I just I can't really get behind their their stories because. No. It just... I, I guess I guess I can kind of say this about AEW in a way that I guess crazy looks at it. It's almost like the early WCW, whenever they brought in. Like whenever they started Nitro, 
and they were signing all these WWE guys, and right. they were ha they were having trouble. Uh, Randy with Mamie, the guys, I'll check it later. You know, with the guys that they had to start with, they brought in all the big old older WWE WWF at the time. They're bigger guys, and then they were building around them. Yeah. I mean, but then, but then eventually, then eventually, they got you know, a lot of the younger talent that they had, they started moving off and going to, you know, ECW or they went back, you know, they come you know to WWE, and then all of a sudden everything shut down. And no. hopefully, hopefully AEW doesn't do that no 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 no. i don't i don't think so and anybody who kind of wishes that that should happen i think is horrible like you you're not talking about just the company you're talking about people's livelihoods oh, oh absolutely you know? yeah because where where are these people gonna obviously the indies but they don't pay as well as that that tk money <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> Um, but to kind of counter argue with with you guys okay. and your points, I, I respect them because honestly, I felt the same way crazy about their initial approach into coming into the game was they were going to be more sports orientated, right? They were they, they were going to do records and stuff like that. They were going to keep track of wins and losses. They still kind of do it, but. Uh, nobody really puts any emphasis on it, um, and they were going to sign, you know, a bunch of bunch of indie guys to really build them up and make a name for themselves. Now, what I will say is that they have done that in the span of four years. Now, um, it's one of those things where you, you you have to watch the show in order to know exactly what's going on, and I get it. Everybody's used to the WWE formula. It's, we need a storyline for every little insignificant match every time. Otherwise, you're not hooked. Um, AEW's a little different in that aspect where they'll have maybe like one or two stories, but the rest is just like fucking banger matches that you just can't wait to watch. Um, <clears throat> Like, I, you know, that's what I like about them. I don't need to sit there and go through a whole soap opera to get to a match. Just have a match. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, now, now, based on the homegrown talents, indie talents, Orange Cassidy, he's international champion. Chris yep. Statlander, she's TBS champion. Before that was Jade Cargill. You want to talk about homegrown, that's Jade Cargill. She started her career training and you know with AEW up until she lost recently okay mm -hmm. um kenny omega champion chris jericho signed there champion john moxley champion um at the time i think people did have a little bit of a problem with the over abundance of people they signed mm -hmm. but they also people also failed to realize that at that time tk had four shows Dark, Dark Elevation, Rampage, and Dynamite. Now he has five, or no, 
Now he has three. Sorry. Yeah, because um, I think he four if you want. Four if you want to count the house show. Okay. Um, yeah, I know he draw. I know he had to drop like two because of the launch of collision. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. The dark and elevation, right? Um, oh, and he's got ROH. He's got four. Mm-hmm. So, like, the I feel like he's making up for the fact that he just acquired all these people and he's finding homes for them. Hey, you want to see your favorite wrestler that you haven't seen? Look at Rampage. Go to ROH. Go to Collision. Uh, or Dynamite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, the, the signings have completely stopped uh, since. I, I even forgot who they signed last. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things where I hear the criticisms. I understand. I respect your guys' opinion. But it's like you got to watch the show in order to really give it a fair criticism. Because now, what you just what you said they weren't doing, they're doing just that. Okay, now let let me say this. I do watch AEW. Okay. So I mean, and that's why that's why I was kind of giving that little input on the way Crazy was looking at it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I do watch WWE. I watch NXT. I watch AEW. Um, I've. Started getting into a little bit of the New Japan. That's that's all new to me. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm trying to learn some of the some of the people that's in New Japan because a lot of them were coming over to AEW when they right. you know when they needed. Um, so I. Again, I would probably watch WWE all the time, but I do watch AEW and a little bit of the New Japan. So, okay. Plus, pro. I don't know if you realize this. Hmm. Um, JMO is actually a secret agent for WWE. (laughs) Is he really? Yeah. Well, it's the joke going around. Oh, well, it's a a joke. joke, But we're trying. um, We're legitimately trying to get contact with Triple H because the reason why we say he's the uh, he's the double agent or secret agent is because before Raw or SmackDown, and he, I mean, he claims that it's because of all his experience watching and watching wrestling. He claims that, but, I mean, I'm, I'm only kidding. But <laughs> before Raw or SmackDown, like before the segment even happens, like I'll be, in, I'll be doing my live reactions for Raw and SmackDown or whatever, and I'll be like, oh, okay. So we got this, uh, we got this next, and JMO will, uh, will be in chat, and he'll be like, yeah, so-and-so is going to win this way. And and uh, this and that, and then it happens. So like so everything he's predicting, we're saying that he booked, and that's why he's the secret agent. But we the reason why we're trying to get in trap and contact with Triple H so he can get paid. We're trying to uh, we're trying to get him paid for you know proper due. So 
Yeah, he needs that money. He needs that money if he's predicting everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, the, the, big, the big thing that really got everybody into thinking I was a secret agent is when, whenever... No, whenever Rio won the Rumble this past year, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she come out and she done that whole promo against Charlotte. Before that even happened, I told Crazy exactly what she was going to say and how she was going to say it almost word for word. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I think before Raw even started, <clears throat> yep. J-Mo was just like, yeah, Rhea's coming out, and she's going to talk, and, and he literally asked me to see if I would remember, and he goes, what happened? What happened when Charlotte won the Rumble, like, three years ago? And I'm like, she she got challenged by Rhea as NXT champion. He goes, exactly. She's going to come out and say three years ago, this and that, I wasn't ready or whatever, and I was humbled. Like, literally almost verbatim, the entire promo, J-Mo even said. Like, be- before Raw even started, before the segment even happened, and I literally... He got the phone it. call. He got yeah. the phone call. <laughs> yeah, so I, I yell at I yell at him on stream all the time. I'm like, damn it, J-Mo! And he goes... He's, he's texting you. Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, I, 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 but even that, like right there is like, the show to me is very predictable. Like if you're able to predict exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and who it's going to be involved with, I, to me, that's not fun. I mean, it, I guess it can be fun <laughs> when, when, when you're J-Mo, you just be like, I'm right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, but again, like I said it before, like what you like. Um, and if you like it, you like it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bash you for it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, do you guys have anything else? Um, okay, I'm gonna kind of go, and I got one before you, kind of sort of going off of JMO's previous question of like, would, would you rather watch yes this, like this picture is signed by cm punk oh that's not the question no sorry no okay <laughs> in any promotion someone that is not if you if you had the decision whether they're experienced or not any promotion if you had the, and if you had the decision to pick one superstar out of the roster and push to the moon that isn't getting the proper recognition, who would you pick? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, a lot of names come to mind right now. Okay, maybe. Um, and what's your top three? Oh, top three? Yeah, Dude. any in any order but top three. Uh... I'm sorry. Well, the question is, who would I want to elevate? Who, yeah. Right? Who is not? Who is, who is, who is, who is, who is, who is not getting it? 
Yeah. I'm sorry, Jamer. Who would you want to get a push but not get him? That's uh, that's either not getting it or hasn't gotten it. That should. So on the oh wow, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. So like, cause most of the guys I'm thinking of right now are are, are pretty pushed. Like I was gonna say Ricky Starks, but he just won the Owen Hart Cup tournament. You know, mm -hmm. so he's he's getting pushed and he's about to have a match with Punk. Um, uh, off the top of my head right now, uh, Danhausen. Danhausen, um, Ricochet, and likes that one. Uh, Pete Dunne. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I like actually three. all three of those. I don't know a whole lot about Dan Housen, but I, like you kind of shocked me by saying that name. But yeah, everybody loves Dan Housen. He's he's different. I mean, for, yeah. for real, he's different. And mm -hmm. as I always say, different's not a bad thing. No, he's 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 getting out there. He, he his gimmick is uh, catching on. I didn't even know but he yeah. was still around, honestly. Hmm? I didn't even know he was still around, honestly. Like, I haven't seen any... Like, again, I don't watch... I don't watch AEW, but I get highlights from, like, TikTok or even JMO or Skull or, you know... So I'm I'm informed of what's going on, and I know... I know of the superstars, but I don't know, like... Like, if I were to turn on AEW, say, Wednesday, I don't oh. know if... I, like I would, I think I would know who they are or have an idea of who they are, but I wouldn't know. Like without, I guess, asking or even going back and watching or whatever. Like I don't know what would be if there is any, any. Uh, like I don't know what would be the backstory behind like the uh, like the match or the storyline that's going on. So yeah, that, that's exactly if, what uh, I was talking uh, about again, earlier. If there is one, so. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. As far as uh, as far as like, you know, storylines and stuff, WWE does that great. You know, they they're doing what they're doing. But AEW is one of those shows you you you, you know you don't know the person. They're not going to tell you unless you're listening to commentary. Right. But I will add on uh, a tag team as well. Okay. okay. Um, Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful. Oh, okay. Um, they're the, they're the ones that've been there since day one, and have not won any gold. So uh, that that would be my pick Good choice, for a tag team. Jamie, what do you got? I wonder. Uh, that's a question to you and the chat. And the chat. Anybody in chat right now? Who, in in your opinion, any promotion? Doesn't matter what it. Uh, what promotion if they're who uh, do you think should get the push that is not or that hasn't gotten a proper recognition well i mean okay i i'm gonna go ahead and throw this one out there and he's gotten a push before former champion but right now he's just kind of stuck in that in that limbo, or they don't know what to do with him. 
Okay. Would probably be Tommaso Ciampa. Okay, that's not he what need... I actually um, thought you were going to go with, but I agree with that one. That, that's a good he one. Need, he needs that push again mm -hmm. because he is top level superstar. Absolutely is. I agree. Um, I would agree with you, Pod, on the on Ricochet. I am a huge Ricochet fan and have been for a while. Yeah, as soon as you said uh, Ricochet, I'm like, yep, uh, that's JMO's. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very underrated. Oh. Yeah. Now, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and throw this out there. <clears throat> when he was in Lucha Underground, Prince Puma, <clears throat> as Prince Puma, correct, they knew what to do with him. Mm -hmm. they, they knew, let, did pretty much go out there and just show everybody what you can do. His matches with Rey Mysterio were excellent in that era. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like uh, they took they took the Prince Puma character. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, they, no, no, go ahead. It's like they took the Prince Puma character or uh, wrestling style and they just dialed it down to 30%. And it, you know, it's it's still ricochet. He still does the crazy flips and tricks, but it's not the same, you know? The, and I, I think I think I could I think I know a little bit why they dialed it back some. He he's actually put, he's actually put on a little bit more muscle. Oh. Okay. I, I don't know if you paid attention to that or not. He still looks the same uh, to me, but I, no, the, I haven't noticed. But yeah, I, I think he's put on a little bit more muscle, so they've had to they've had to change his fighting style. Okay. But he but he can still go. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That that's like whenever he done that. When he done that flip from the ring to the outside on Raw the other week with uh, Logan Paul, yeah, that is that is one of the coolest parts that they've ever done. Mm -hmm. I I enjoy when they show off his athleticism as they should. Can I, I can, I, uh, can I make a note on that, though? Yeah. The one he did in front of Logan Paul was good. But it was better when he did it in NXT against the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream, absolutely. Because... To say the same thing. Um, only because it, it might have been the arena or whatever... But the one in NXT was so much more flawless. Where the one he did in uh, in front of Logan Paul again, maybe he didn't have as much room or an on landing or something. But like when he landed um, in front of Logan Paul, he kind of like 
caught himself a little bit. Whereas in Throne of the Velveteen Dream, he just literally flipped and walked up to him, and he's like, yeah, what? But so. the thing about it is, Logan Paul was closer than Velveteen was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it's like I said, I don't know, like, in, in the old NXT arena, the, not only was Logan Paul closer on the ramp or whatever, but, like, the the setup itself from the ring to the apron or to the floor to, uh, to the ramp might have been more spacing. I don't know. I think there's a lot of factors into it because, you know, the Velveteen Dream Spot... That, that was years ago, right? Oh, yeah. And, after and that's a while, where I feel that he, he put on that little bit of muscle. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's another point, yep. I was about to say, like, he's getting older. He put on a little bit more muscle. So the things that he could, that he used to do, he probably can't do as well anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Well, if you notice, he don't do that 630 much anymore. No, he doesn't. So, no, I don't think it, I don't think he does it hardly at all. I think it's kind of like a last resort thing because I think he I think he literally hurt his back at doing it. He was out for a little bit. So, but okay, you had um, Tommaso Ciampa, Ricochet. You have a you have a third one and then a tag team. Um. Oh goodness gracious. Um. Probably, I'm, I'm trying to think who I could throw in there from AEW, but I mean, everybody that I would probably want is starting to already. Okay. Um, um, it's tough. <laughs> It is, yeah. Yeah. It's <clears throat> a good question. Oh, yeah. Um, while I crazy while I'm thinking about it, you you throw yours out if you've got anybody. Okay. Um. <laughs> I and okay, I have names, but they're. And I don't I'm like I don't mean to like twist my own question, I guess. But one name okay. in particular, he's not back yet. And that's Bobby Roode. He's out for, I believe, back fusion, I I think. Or neck fusion or something. Uh his neck, yeah. Um yeah. But the reason why I pick him is, again, this might be nostalgic and, you know, going off of older black and gold NXT, but when Bobby Roode comes back, you push him to the moon. And you br- and there's, there's actually rumors going around that when he comes, when he is cleared when he is ready to come back there are rumors that they're bringing back the glorious Bobby Roode like I think they they may or may not have that set up already um 
and that's what I want to see. So that's the first name I pick. Um. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna probably get the backlash of this because uh, because I don't follow AEW, so I don't know whether or not this person is pushed or not, or is even relevant. But um, I think it's kind of a toss-up between Lance Archer. Ooh. I don't even remember if he's still in the company. Yeah, he's still there. Is he? I would mm-hmm. say Lance Archer and Lance Archer or I know there has been sort of talks about him, but and I don't know, I think he's more probably probably on the Ring of Honor side, but Joe. Samoa, Samoa Joe? Joe? Mm-hmm. He's, uh, yeah. He's our OH TV champion. That's what, uh, that's what I thought, but, like, I know, so, our other co-host, Skull Shaker, um, he's going some, through some really, really bad, uh, personal issues right now, that's why he's not with us. Sorry um, to hear that. But, um... He's he's sort of I mean JMO is too but he's sort of our like AEW inside man a little bit but mm-hmm. I guess there he has told us that they're maybe talking about like a somehow like a Samoa Joe and CM Punk storyline like an actual hey. storyline or something okay. and I would be all for that because Joe. In my opinion, Joe is not the best, but one of the best on the mic. I would like agree. when you uh, if you get uh, when you it, he he shows it like when you give him material to go off of, whether it's personal or not, he just goes straight for it. And I and I mean I kind of like his wrestling style too. So those are hitting man. It is. Um, I mean, is he? I know we. I know he's getting older too. Is he? Is he more stiff in the ring? I don't know, but I feel like even if he is, I feel like he's the type of guy that if he is stiff, he's kind of maybe like a <laughs> this may be a horrible com- uh, comparison but he's probably like a Brock Lesnar like Brock Lesnar is I guess only stiff in the ring if he legitimately has a problem with you otherwise he'll like sell like and sell like everything so and I feel like Joe would probably be the same way but Joe knows how to pr- and I also feel like Joe knows how to protect you even in as he's getting older in age. I don't know. Yeah, no, Samoa Joe's an equal opportunist uh, uh, ass kicker. So he, uh, he don't care if he likes you or doesn't like you. I think he's going to kick your ass and fucking chop your chest and, you know, choke you out. I mean, he literally, 
during a match between CM, him and CM Punk, 18 years in the making, by the way, um, okay. he shook his hand and then followed it up with choking him out. And then he told him, you'll never be as good as me. Huh. And then, and then, yeah, that was it. That was that it. Sounds, uh, that sounds like a typical Joe. I mean, yeah. yeah. He was like that in TNA. He was like that in in WWE when he was there. Um, I think I think WWE, unfortunately, NXT. He was uh, he was good when he was on the main roster. I feel like Joe was a missed opportunity in WWE. But I agree. Supposedly, he was well not. I wouldn't say prone, but I guess he was in a way concussion prone or something like that. I don't know. But. Um, yeah. Jamo, you That's have any true. question for him? Uh, what? I, I've actually got one quick question. It's kind of kind of okay. on that subject a little bit. You know, a little bit. Yeah. If, you had, if you had to pick two people to swap from WWE and AEW oh who Christ would, who would you oh man okay um you mean like like a trade off yes no 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 if you had from WWE to go to AEW and from no. AEW to WWE I choose one person each yes okay um now, uh, can I, uh, before you answer this, bro, hold on, JMO. The AEW, uh, the AEW to WWE, does that does that include the entire roster or like former WWE and just back to WWE? The whole roster. Okay. Okay. So one person. God, these on the spot ones. <laughs> Uh, uh, God, um, there's so many names that I want to see in AEW, uh, but when I think of when I think of these names, I, I wonder if they're gonna utilize them correctly because sometimes AEW will will use them for like a week and then they'll stop. That's another criticism that I have. Okay, well, let's let's just say if if they swap companies, they're gonna be pushed. Correct. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Hypothetically, if they're being pushed, then uh, I would want Johnny Gargano into AEW. And um, let's see, AEW to WWE. Um, I'd like to see what MJF could do. Johnny Gargano so, is a bold, uh, a bold pick. A bold is it? pick. I think so. He's I, good I, friends I mean, with I like John, and I like Johnny, sort of. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but that would be an interesting... It would definitely be an interesting uh, twist, I guess. To you know what else would be interesting, though? What's up? Now I'm thinking about it. Roman Reigns AEW. Oh, because Christ. I want to see what he would look like when he's not protected by the WWE formula. 
and and none of the bloodline shit, just straight up Roman Reigns. Straight Joe. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, I'm go- I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw my picks out there because it's kind of interesting. I'm actually gonna agree with MJF to WWE. Okay. That was that was already in my head. MJF to WWE. From WWE to AEW, <clears throat> AJ Styles. No. That's a good one, too. No. That's a good one, too. No. Reignite the rivalry between him and Joe. Come on, man. You like Joe. I do, <laughs> but no. AJ and oh, I mean, it would be interesting, but AJ would fucking die. Okay, okay. He was part of Impact. I know. He was good in Impact. He was the face of Impact. Let's just just say Prime AJ Styles. Okay, I I thought you were talking about like... uh, Yeah, if if we had Prime AJ Styles, he would dominate in AEW. I mean... I'm not saying, I'm not saying current AJ Styles wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be good in AEW. I just don't want to. I don't want AJ to leave WWE. <laughs> that's what, uh, that's all it is. Protective. I get it. Well, I mean, but, I, I listen. Have my own I'm the same way. I don't feel like certain people should leave AEW because if they do. <laughs> I just don't feel like they're going to have a good uh, rest of their career going there, going to going to WWE. And see, I I I would agree with that. I And I don't and I don't think people going from WWE or NXT whichever to AEW would work either. I just don't The only uh, the only other criticism that I have with AEW is, and JMO knows this, Skull knows this, my community, uh, my chat knows this, that AEW kind of alluded, uh, JMO kind of alluded to it earlier that the AEW is kind of early WCW, but also my other criticism is their from what I'm hearing as of late, and I know, I guess, TK just made the announcement that, hey, we need to actually cut this down, but they're... It seems like everybody in the ma- like, involved in the matches are literally, like, stiff. And... I don't know, that just doesn't necessarily set well with me because yeah I uh, don't get me wrong I loved and I loved the attitude era I loved the ruthless aggression era and the violence and the unpredictability but in AEW in my personal opinion I feel like because they're too stiff everybody seems to be getting hurt so much more often and then what does that do you know that injures your uh, your favorite stars, and then they're uh, depending on the severity of the injury. Then they need to uh, they need to get surgery, 
or they're getting older, so they're they're you know they're more maybe prone to injury or whatever. Whereas WWE, I feel like yes to your to you guys' point that anybody in AEW that would come to WWE might not have the best rest of their career. But in my opinion, health-wise, I feel like they would be a little bit more protected to help them finish out the career, if that makes sense. Maybe they wouldn't get the... Uh, they may or may not get the right, like, TV time or the right push that everybody would expect as soon as they would switch over. But at least, like, protection-wise, especially for the older guys um, in the industry or whatever, I feel like they would be better protected because they have... It seems like they have... WWE has... I mean, let's uh, let's just be real. Uh, WWE, whether we like it or not, has doctor and, like, doctors in their back pocket. Whereas AEW, and and again, and I could be wrong on AEW. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm judging or whatever. But like, I feel like somebody gets injured in AEW, and they're just like, yeah, well, uh, go find what you know, whoever you can to you know fix this or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, does I that make like, sense? Y- yeah. Uh, I mean. I feel like if you're gonna criticize one company for being uh, injury prone, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to say the same thing for WWE. Yeah, the matches are a little more hard hitting, but like the last time there was a, I mean the last time there was an injury was probably Forbidden Door. Okay. With uh, Brian Danielson. Okay. Um, yeah, I heard but we can't we can't sit here and 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 say like. You know, one is safer than the other because injuries happen in any sport. You know, yeah, it, it, yeah accidentally. Yeah. I mean, Big E's been gone for how long? Yeah, right. And you know, one half of Pretty Deadly's injured. Um, well, I mean, we recently, I mean, just Friday night, we had another injury with Ray. Yeah. With Ray, uh, Ray, Ray and. Ray yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He got concussed. Um, no, and, and don't get me wrong. I get it. Accidents happen, and yeah. you know it's part. Cody of had his pec torn. Yep. I mean, like, if we're gonna say one, we gotta say all of them are unsafe because all of them, that, uh, every every place has accidents. That is, yeah, that is true. But I don't know. I just, yeah, that is, I mean, that is true. Um, I, I get where you're coming from, though. It does look like the perception of AEW, it tends to always shift to, oh, they're reckless. Yeah. And it's like, are they are they reckless or do you just, you know, you know, sometimes shit happens. They've probably, okay. done, the spot, they've probably done and practiced that spot a million times with no injuries. But then one miscalculation, because you're doing it live, you know, with one take in front of thousands of people, you know, all it takes is that you slip on a banana peel and you're out for six months. Well, here's a here's a quick question, kind of kind of on that subject. How do you feel about all of the 
bleeding or the the blood that AEW is allowing on their show. Are you okay uh, with it, or do you think yeah. it's too much? No, I don't. I, I I'm I'm the most uh, okay with the blood as probably anybody in in the wrestling fandom. I don't mind it, and I, I honestly don't see why most people make a big deal about it like all the time uh, it's like it's fine you know it's a it what we're looking at what we're supposed to be watching are two people fighting almost like a combat sport almost like ufc you know but it's fake ufc obviously their punches aren't real but i mean other shit's real about it yeah so why not i mean we know it's fake but why not suspend your disbelief for a minute and actually consider it like to be a real fight because if you get punched in the face if i punch you in the nose you're gonna bleed oh, oh yeah if I, if I punch you with my fucking hand and i hit you in the right spot in the head you're gonna bleed so i don't think it's overly excessive i actually don't mind i look at it i'm like that's eh, blood that's cool you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i just move on I feel like that's what fans do. They just like love to hyper focus on whether or not there's you know blood or is John Moxley gonna bleed? You know that meme? How how, how many minutes before John Moxley bleeds? That's well, like. See, I don't know. My 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 take on it is I'm okay with blood. I'm okay with somebody getting busted open or whatever. But for me, it would be, it all depends on the match at the time. Does that make sense? Uh, Elaborate a little bit. Okay. Okay, just say in WWE, you've got the Extreme Rules matches. Mm Mm-hmm absolutely have somebody get busted open because they're using weapons all day every you know just the whole match right but in a regular match i don't i don't cut i don't quite get why somebody would need to be busted open just because so another thing is is that they used to do that during the territorial days. If you watch any old Ric Flair match, most yeah, of his I matches... Pick all, I pick all the time that Ric Flair, you breathe on him and he bleeds. Yeah. Uh, he bled all the time. Yeah. So it's like, and that, those are regular matches. You know, and... But that's the point I'm trying to make is that it's supposed to give you the illusion that they're in a real fight, regardless if there's weapons or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that, that I mean, that's my counterpoint. I, it, it's a combat sport. We gotta. I mean, it's a fake combat sport, but they want us to believe that it's real. I mean, we would have hated. I feel like fans would have hate absolutely hated ECW back in the day. If if this is the attitude that that that, that we have towards blood. What you know what I, I mean? I. I guess it's just me getting older that it, I, you know, I, I, I don't care for it. 
as much anymore. Used to, I would sit and watch ECW. I'd watch the Attitude Era. And, okay, let's go out there. But, you know, also during those times, they used weapons. And that, you know, that's kind of my point, that if you're going to use a weapon, absolutely have blood. But if you're just in there with a wrestling match, I don't quite get it. Well, I'm impartial on it. I'm and I'm on the side of I'm on the side of both of you actually. That yes, weapons. If you're gonna use weapons, um, it'd be shocking not it on and it would honestly be shocking not to have somebody busted open. But in a regular match, I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily hate somebody getting busted open in a regular match it's just more of there's a there's there's a time where you can do too much blood in a regular match just because yeah and and to your point pro like yeah we got to remember that it's a fake com- and a fake combat sport you're gonna be in a fight you're gonna get busted open but when when you get busted open and then you just start gushing that's mm-hmm. the point where uh, where you know you legitimately get concerned for the person's health whether it's fake or not you're just like holy shit this guy and this guy can't be okay and I and, and I know it's part of the it's part of the show whether it's AEW whether it's WWE whatever, it's part of the show that hey you get uh, you get busted open and then the, and the opponent usually capitalizes on it, but like you can do too much, in my opinion. Like if if somebody's busted open and they just got like a cut. And they got a cut on their forehead or something, and they're just kind of and they're just kind of dripping a little bit. And I'm like, oh okay, shit, they got busted open. But when that cut just started, like, I, I again, I loved the Attitude Era or whatever. But like now, and like I feel like now, you don't need to try and reinvent the wheel. You know, it's an it was the Attitude Era for a reason. It was the uh, ruthless aggression era for the reason. Would I like aspects of that back on today's TV? Yes, but not. It, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be like full blown, if that makes sense. Like, give us hints of, like, oh, shit, you remember, and, uh, dude, I remember when they did that back in the day or whatever, and that, like, almost kind of like a, almost kind of like running it back, but you don't need to necessarily, you don't always need to do the same exact thing and use the recycled spots or even the match, whatever, I don't know. So you're saying, like... Less is more. Yes. Okay. In in certain in in certain aspects, yes. 
Okay. Again, I don't mind, and I don't mind. It's like I said, I don't in a regular match. I don't want, I wouldn't mind somebody getting busted open because then, and like you know, the second you see blood, you're just like, oh shit, okay. Like if, especially if you're so invested in the match, or even if you're not, but like the second you see blood, you're like, oh shit, when did that happen? And then you, and then it kind of, um, it almost like gets you more invested in the match because you're like you're you're first thinking of like hey when did they get busted open on what spot and then then like it's it's kind of weird because then that's like all you can pay attention to and then you're literally wondering if like they're going to capitalize it are they going to bleed more or was it an accident what you know I don't know you're like almost tearing apart the match I don't know just had the blood settings on on SmackDown versus Raw, so. Um, yes. But I just remember. Yep. I just remember people not too long ago, before AEW was even a even a thought in people's heads, that they missed having blood in WWE, and that that whenever there was blood, they always cut to black and white, and uh, like people wanted that that. That uh, I mean, for a lack of a better word, like that attitude or that mm-hmm. that uh, that rawness that um, they used to have back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then I, I guess I could say like this: in the elimination chamber, I I expect it. Like uh, blood and guts. No, I know actual like the elimination chamber at WWE, right? Oh. Okay. I expect to see some blood. And also, I absolutely hate the fact that there are now mats on the outside of the ring on the metal. Yeah. Yeah. It just it defeats the whole purpose of the match. So, so you know, it, depending on the match, I'm okay with blood. That you know, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I get I get both your guys's points. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just like crazy, I guess. Uh, as far as being impartial, I don't really care one way or another. Mm-hmm. But also like. I don't, I don't have a, I, I, I agree with you on that, that one simple fact that we're impartial, but the rest I kind of, I, I, I would have to just agree to disagree because to me, I, I, it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. I mean, I was just, I was just asking, you know, just to, no, just no, to no. Yeah, no, no. It's a good, it's a good question. It was a good conversation piece, honestly, because it's like, uh, I hear that a lot. It's all. It's always on Twitter. You know. I don't know if you guys are on Twitter a lot, but I'm on Twitter, but I'm not on it enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Um, but you'll get a lot of opinions on there, and the and a lot of them are recycled and reused. And uh, one of the big things is blood. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and. I hear the same talking points you guys 
uh, from them that you guys have made. And it's, I mean, as long as at the end of the day, we can discuss it as adults and, uh, you know, agree to disagree on certain things. Like, I, I love this. I love this kind of conversation. So, JMO, that's, it was a great question, man. I mean, oh, I'm, not, I'm not discrediting anything that you guys said. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun to have debates. Um, well, you guys want to get into uh, some SummerSlam predictions? Not that we're on like a time and Pro, are you sure. on a time constraint at all or no? Um, you have anything going on later today? I don't want to me... keep you any longer if you're if you got something. Going I mean, it's on. four o'clock. Yeah, we've been going for two hours already. <laughs> it's it's what four o'clock? Yeah. Yes. Um, we can go over a Great American Bash. I can stay for that. No, uh, SummerSlam predictions for this weekend. Oh, SummerSlam. Yeah, we I got mean, the we, just, uh, we mean, got the match card up. I mean, we can oh. just run through it pretty quick. Yeah, and and again, if you want to. No, yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, crazy. Go ahead. Um. Well, I'm just gonna start from here. Being that nobody knows what the hell this is for, we're just gonna start with it and get it out of the way. The <laughs> SummerSlam Battle Royal presented by Slim Jim. We don't know how many people are in it. We don't know the purpose of it. My assumption is that whoever wins it is gonna be completely pointless anyway. It's just... I guess an excuse to have more talent on the card when probably nobody's gonna give a shit about it other than the fact that LA Knight's gonna be in it um, mm -hmm. so I would just say for this prediction who do you got just throw out a random name because <laughs> we don't even know the uh, the entrance of this or right. I guess the meaning behind uh... it the only the only, th the only two that we do know Sheamus are LA Knight and Sheamus. So. All right, sorry. What? No. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah it's the only people. Um. Yeah. So I guess you, I, who do you got? I guess LA Knight. I I would agree with that. The only one that makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and from what I'm hearing, you know, and I mean, seriously, from all the reports that I'm reading, they're supposed to be giving LA Knight a huge push after SummerSlam. That's what I, I mean, hear. I, again, if that's the case, then it literally wouldn't make any other sense. It wouldn't make any sense not to put LA over in, in this match. Or whoever, uh, again, if you're going to have, in my opinion on this Battle Royal, and I'm just going to touch on this, I, I mean, I'm going with the LA Knight as well, but if you're going to have Battle Royals like this, have them mean something. Like, we said it on our WrestleMania predictions, uh, too. The Andre the Giant Ma uh, Memorial Battle Royal is absolutely pointless. 
the only benefit that you get out of it is like a six foot trophy of Andre going like this and then it doesn't do anything to the person that won it and I feel like I I fear that this SummerSlam Battle Royal is going to essentially be the same thing other than the person's probably not getting a trophy but I wouldn't be surprised if they're like oh hey here's a giant Slim Jim <laughs> I don't know so yeah we're going to uh, LA night yeah. No, you're um, right though. The the Andre the Giant uh, shit has not panned out for a lot of people. I mean, I think what when was the last time they did it? They did it at WrestleMania this year, but Bobby Lashley won it, and he wasn't even on the card. Right, and then like, uh, yeah. and then uh, before that, I only remember Mojo Raleigh. He won it, and then he got fired. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know. They're pointless. They mean nothing. Um, all right, the next match, I'll just kind of go through the matches. Uh, I know Jamo's kind of on his phone, so I got it up on my screen here. Next match I have is, and Jamo already knows mine, Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, skip. Skip. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my pick is Shayna Baszler because I've been a fan of Shayna Baszler literally from day one. Um, even back in yeah. NXT where she would just rip through the entire roster. I didn't even know much about her, but like, I don't know. It took me maybe like th- three weeks to get hooked on her, and I'm like, all right, I like her. But. Yeah, I'm I, going to I, Yeah. Who do you got? Who you got, Jima? Well, I'm going to say this make, makes absolutely zero sense if Shayna doesn't win. Agreed. I think uh, Ronda's done. I think she's kind of mentally checked out. Well, like I, I actually read something about that. That she gave... She gave. She actually gave WWE a date that she was ready to be done, and that was going to be it for her in WWE, and that was SummerSlam. Yeah, so like her retirement match or whatever, if you even want to call it. Her I quit match. But I've also heard she's going back to UFC, so I don't really know. She, uh, I don't know if she can handle the uh, the new fighters of the UFC. Ain't no way. Ain't no, way. no. No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. But me personally, I believe she needs to be done, and she needs to go home and just be a mother. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, she had her 15 minutes of fame, and it's up. So that's why I say skip. Like, I don't. I could care less. You don't, okay, you're what, not a fan of what is your, either. Okay. What is your opinion on Shayna? Uh, it's not a bad one. Um, I just feel like they keep regressing her. Like, the minute that she keeps constantly getting some momentum, she's she's back. They're backtracking. I so, can, like, okay. I can agree with that. Yep, I do. Yeah. She, she gets some momentum. She beats up a couple of people. 
and then she's doing a uh, storyline with Rhonda. And I'm like, that's that's backwards. Have her go yeah. up against somebody, you know, more prestigious, I guess. Yeah. But. But yeah, that, I can agree with that. Okay. Okay. But. Uh, and and it's like Jamo said, it's gonna make no sense whatsoever if Shayna does not win this match. And supposedly we we don't know what type of match type this is, but well, the only thing we do know is Shayna's challenging Ronda to a fight. That could be fight pit, it could be a street fight, it could be... Personally, I would love to see a submission match between those two. I mean, I'm... that would be interesting, right? Like, I think a, 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 a submission match or... I. A, I said it before on a, on a previous stream that I think it would be interesting and I wouldn't uh, I honestly wouldn't run it past WWE right now just because the whole they're under the Endeavor brim, uh, umbrella mm-hmm. is I wouldn't be surprised if somehow they set up Shayna versus Ronda in the Octagon but somehow without doing the fight pit but like somehow WWE-ifying it or something or like a pre even like a pre-taped match or something in the in in the octagon you want them to raw underground that shit sure (laughs) Uh, yeah I swear yeah maybe okay I don't know but it's and I wouldn't be against a submission match either uh, next up, we got. I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really okay with this match, but not because of one of the participants. But uh, this match, this match is literally just gonna be a spot fest, and I really don't think anybody's gonna out of this, but it's Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Ricochet! Well, hmm. Never would have guessed. <laughs> I just... Uh, I, I don't know. Who do you got, bro? Uh, I was going to say Ricochet, but listen, like, I'm not... In defense of Logan Paul, not that he needs me in my defense, nor does he fucking know me, right? Mm-hmm. But if he's listening, can I have some money? Also, um, but like, <laughs> no kidding, right? Yeah, 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 yeah I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, uh, he's okay for what he is. I don't think he's he's that insulting in ring wise. And if anything, he's a lot better than Dominic. Oh yeah, um, that's. So, I mean, yeah. I never even really thought about that, but it honestly, it, the weird thing is, it doesn't. It doesn't he hasn't been doing it as long as Dominic, and he's still and he's still better on the mic and in the ring. I don't know. I just feel like he's got it outside. Now, my opinion of him outside of wrestling, mm-hmm. biggest piece of shit you'll ever meet in your life. Yep. Yep. 
There we go. There we go. Yeah. Thanks, someone, thanks somebody else. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not the only one, trust me. So, yeah, like, uh, just wanted to defend him real quick on his wrestling capabilities because he's got, he's got it. Whatever it is, he's got it. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, Ricochet for the win. I just, it, it, it's like I said, I think this is going to be a spot fest. Um, I think... I, I'm fine. going, and I gotta go Ricochet as well, but uh, again, I'm I agree with you. I'm not discrediting Logan's in-ring ability. He's putting in the work. He's he's showing that he kind of wants this, mm -hmm. but I still think he's not like he. I think he's putting in the work only so that he doesn't I I literally think he's kind of putting in the work so he doesn't hurt himself but I don't think he has the I don't think he quite has the passion to be a superstar otherwise because if he had the true passion to the superstar he'd be a full-time guy you know what I mean like he would only like I know he's a social media megastar or whatever it is um Logan can I have some money too um, <laughs> but again, I I don't know. I just it, he doesn't have the wrestling passion. I I think he's a he's a fan training to be a wrestler that's still a fan. You know what I mean? Like again, he's okay. putting in the work and he's putting in the effort that he kind of wants to do this. But if he had the true passion. And he's young enough, too. He's The kid's only, like, 27, 28. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So, like, if he had the true passion, I feel like he would want to be there every week. If not, like, even every other. Not not a part-time for, uh, for big uh, marquee matches and just to make, uh, make it go viral. I don't know. Yeah, but, um... I guess, I guess if, if you know, you, know, you could use, use the same, same logic against any celebrity, celebrity that comes that in, like mm -hmm. Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. You know, you, you could, could say, say that he could say up and down that he's passionate, passionate but he's, he's not, not there, there every week. week. So, so I think it's one of those things where he's just there to elevate his brand and elevate WWE. Yeah, he is, but and like. And we've said it before again. Uh, in comparison to Logan, uh, to Logan and Bad Bunny, Logan actually, or uh, Bad Bunny, has more respect for the business, and like I think it's been even documented somewhere that like that Bad Bunny, like when he was training, he would he would go like all out and mm -hmm. you know what I mean and uh, again Logan I think is just I, again I'm defending him but I, I'm not at the same time like Logan is there in my opinion just for the spots like how crazy of, uh, like how crazy can he get and how, what kind of crazy spot can he do while uh, while live streaming it on his phone? 
<laughs> so, I don't know. That's... Yeah, I'm going Ricochet for the win, and... Ricochet's... Uh, again, he's putting in the work, but I think Ricochet's gonna have his work cut out for him a little bit. Um, next match, we got... I'm not calling him... Gunther, so I'm gonna say Walter versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. Jamo go first if he wants to. Jamo? Well, I, I know who I want to win, but I know who is probably going to win. So he's saying he knows who he wants to win and as a as a fan, but the double O agent knows who's actually going to win. Alright, go ahead. I want Drew to win. I think everybody does at this point. But, but, knowing WWE and the fact that they are pushing Gunther, or whatever you want to call him, they are pushing him to have the longest title reign ever and pass the Honky Tonk Man. It's probably going to be Gunther. And yeah. when is, uh, I thought I read somewhere that Honky Tonk Man, I thought he passed Honky Tonk Man or something. No, not yet. So, isn't it, like, I heard something about SummerSlam, so I think, it's, is Honky Tonk, like, SummerSlam next year? No, 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 um, Walter, hang on, let me, let me look at something. I know Honky Tonk Man is 954 days. Okay. Uh. Anyway, while he looks it up, Pro, who you got? Uh, I'm more on Gunther winning. Sorry, really? go ahead, No, okay, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Honky Tonk Man was 453 days. My bad. That's, I was way off on that one. 453. And Walter's at like 380 or something like that, right? 414. Oh, Christ. Okay. So he's got another 40 days. So he's got another... That's a lot. Yeah, if they're gonna, if they're gonna have him pass Honky Tonk Man, then unfortunately... Gunther is probably going to retain. Unfortunately? I don't know. I just... I, don't get me wrong. I like Walter as a talent. I do. But... Similar to the... A very, very similar to the Roman Reigns title run. And the Bianca Belair title run, even though she's not champion anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm long title reigns don't mean anything anymore. They and they're trying to modernize I guess the record books 
I guess, and I guess you could say, like, and I mean, prime example, Walter, uh, they want Walter Gunther to surpass Honky Tonk Man. It's like they're trying to erase, uh, well, not, not literally, mm-hmm. but it, it, it gives the vibe that they're trying to erase them from history. Uh, see, records break all the time in basketball, football. Well, I, and I, records are made to be broken. Yeah, I, and, and I get and I get that, but there was also a reason why those records were set, aside from being broken. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, I I think it's a couple of things. I think yeah, they're trying to modernize because it's something, it's something new. Uh, that they're doing where they don't count the amount of times that you won a championship which if you really think about it it's just how many times you actually lost the championship and then won it back Mm -hmm. Um, they're counting how many times a person can hold it and I think that's different uh, from previous years they're they're, they're making a big deal about it and um I mean, I get what you're saying. You, you just don't want somebody to surpass the, the people before him. But, I mean, if you really think about it, they're still on the list of, you know, highest days of, of being a reign champion, right? Yeah. It's not like they're, it's not like they're going anywhere. Um, another thing that I think they're trying to do, which has been, which has been lost, prior to Gunther winning the championship is legitimizing it because nobody gave a shit about the IC title probably since The Miz had it in yep. 2016 yep. well, nobody, cares, nobody cares about the nobody cares about the US title and I'm, gonna, and I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there because I mean I don't know if y'all will agree with it but nobody has cared about the U.S. title since Cena had. That's that. That may be Cena. Yeah. Since his spinner belt days. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Because you remember when Cena had it, he had those open challenges. The, right. non, uh, the non-spinner title, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no, nobody's it, 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 no. So yeah, I would I would have to say that nobody's cared since Cena's last title run with the U.S. title. And what I don't yeah. really under get, uh, what I don't get either is, um, and I don't know why. Like, ever since Cena did those open challenges, and then Seth Rollins became champion. And he's just like, hey, I like this idea. I'm going to use this, and I'm going to do the same thing. So then Seth had the open challenges to show... Like, the idea was there to literally bring up almost anybody on the roster and showcase what they're, uh, they were going to do. And, and uh, you know, they weren't going to re- necessarily win the title, but... You know, it got eyes on the underutilized talent and and upcoming stars 
and then they just dropped it. Well, it and should be. It's 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 a it's a stepping stone to the real world heavyweight championship. Exactly, and I think and I think here's what I'll say about the and going back to this uh, this Walter Drew McIntyre match. If they want, and here's my opinion, maybe on both mid-card titles. Yeah, it might get a little bit repetitive, but I would not be mad at all. Even if Drew, uh, even if Walter retains. What if Walter started issuing the open challenges? Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that would help bring back the prestige to the Intercontinental title. The way the way it should be, because the Intercontinental title, and I've said this on multiple occasions on SmackDown Live reactions, I do not like how they're referring to Seth Rollins' current World Heavyweight Championship, or at least the commentators are, Kevin Patrick specifically on Raw, specifically calls him Seth Rollins the Workhorse Champion. The Workhorse World Heavyweight Champion. That was the pristine that the Intercontinental title used to have. And now it doesn't. So I would not be disappointed one bit if either Drew, regardless of the winner of this match, maybe they start issuing the open challenges for the Intercontinental title and maybe do something similar along the lines with the United States title. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's my opinion. But um, as far as my prediction, I would go. Come on. I'm gonna and I'm gonna probably go Drew. <laughs> I'm gonna probably go Drew, but similar to Jamo's point, knowing WWE, Gunther is probably gonna retain. So most likely. Um, next match I have uh, that we have is a women's universal championship, I guess. Uh, triple threat. Asuka is defending against Bianca Belair and Charlotte. I'm, and I'm, I'm so, so disappointed. disappointed. You're not the only one. one. Because Asuka... Who is, you see, there's a little C next to her name. She's yeah. the champion, right? Yeah. She feels like a fucking afterthought between Bianca and Charlotte. You're not wrong. How does, how does that happen? How do you feel lesser than two other people you're going up against? She's barely, she's barely on TV. Bianca and Charlotte had two seconds in a match. On Friday. And Asuka had what, what, one 30 second cameo? Something like that. With Eo? 
Like, what what are we doing? This 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 is awful. It is, and, um, and I agree, especially with the you know WWE-ified version of Kana. You know the alter yeah. ego of of Oscar. It's just Oscar with face paint. What? It's just Oscar with face paint. Yep. It's not even Kana. But what I and I I I completely agree. Um, I'm gonna steal one on it, and like I'll pick one, but I'm gonna steal one out of your book, and I'm gonna say skip on this one because. Like, one, like you said, Asuka is an afterthought. And two, the women's division, at least on SmackDown, I mean, I'm saying on SmackDown, but, you know, we all, let's be real here, what is brand split? Even it's though nothing. Raw superstars actually haven't shown up on SmackDown and vice versa, but, um... The, the women's division on SmackDown give us somebody new. I mean, uh, like, yeah, keep Asuka as champion, but, like, let her run through people, but give her, give her, like, upcoming superstars, maybe, like, Shotzi or, or... I don't know, mm. Raquel, or... You, you know what I mean? Like, give us somebody new, and I get it's SummerSlam. It's the biggest party of the summer, but... I... I called it on the live reaction the moment Charlotte came out as a return. Everybody <laughs> saw it coming of, oh yeah, I want a title shot. Like, when uh, when... When Asuka got her... I'm talking about the... Like, what was it? A month ago now? When Asuka was revealed her new... You know, Universal Women's Championship or whatever. Got rid of the Raw and SmackDown. Finally. But... Like, when she was introduced her new title... Immediately Charlotte came out. And everybody and their mother was just like... Well, okay. It's Asuka and Charlotte now. Yeah... She lives that gimmick, man, of being the queen. And mm-hmm. the queen always gets what she wants. So here's the thing. I'll make a pick. My pick is Asuka. Okay. But um, look out for EO Sky tonight. Okay. I think we I might get it on an unexpected turn. What? He actually said... On SmackDown, that it didn't matter who won the who won the match, she was walking out of SummerSlam as a champion. See, now I, that's another thing too, though. I, I'm a little upset about that, but that's for a different story. I, I mean, unless you guys want to hear it. Yeah, um, No, I just feel like, I, in in short, I just feel like it's. It's more Bailey's briefcase than it is EO. It's, I'm getting I'm getting real Christian Cage Luchasaurus vibes with it. 
Oh, okay. You think Eo's gonna cash in and then just, like, hand it over to Bailey or something? Or Bailey's gonna be like, hey, yeah, give me that? I think it's more of Bailey's gonna pretend that, like, she. It's gonna be more about Bailey than it is about Eo mm -hmm. when she becomes champion. Oh, which it, it won't surprise me if Bailey grabs it from Eo, cashes it in for her. And then Bailey's gonna pop up and go, Well, I'm the one that cashed it in, I'm the one that's champion. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, right. and, and 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 you know, coming from double O, now we know what's happening. <laughs> just uh, just note it that uh, note it there, guys. Uh J Mo, who you got? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, honestly, I could probably see Charlotte winning the match and EO cashing in on Charlotte just so they can say that Charlotte is like a 15-time champion now. Okay. I, I could definitely see that, too. I just... I, I don't know why, regardless if it's a successful cash-in or not, I just want to see a rivalry between Asuka and Io. I think that was... I, in my personal opinion, I think that would be gold. There's history there. Well, that I'm... and, like, you know, they're just going to rant on each other in Japanese and nobody, and, you know, unless you speak Japanese, nobody's going to know what the fuck they're saying. They're like, ha, ha yeah, ha, bitch, you know. <laughs> I would, I would like to see the briefcase being used at a surprise time and, and not everybody coming out and saying well this is when we're going to use it uh-huh i don't like that yep i did too it's meant, it's meant to be used as a surprise yep yeah. absolutely um yeah i'm i'm kind of with jmo but i'm i'm hopefully i'm hoping oscar <laughs> retains because Bianca doesn't need the championship. Charlotte sure as hell doesn't need it. And I feel like... I, I'm going to even put it out there that when Bianca loses... Hmm. He said when. Yeah. Um, I think because it's, it's teased and they're supposedly trying to set it up that Bianca is going to turn heel, and I feel like, and I'm, I'm saying it now, when mm -hmm. Bianca loses at SummerSlam, we start to see it. I'm not saying it's going to be the full-blown, uh, it, it could be, but I'm not saying it's going to be the full-blown heel turn right then and there, but we're going to see, Ed, we're going to see the heel turn. We're going to see, like, even heavier hints that it's coming. That's gonna be. That's gonna be uh, interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a. I don't think I can see a heel. Bianca. 
It would be weird. But I mean, would she get, you know, shave her hair like Shotzi and like a completely you, different? Um, speaking of that, have you heard why she did that? Yeah, as for her sister that had that has cancer. Yeah, and yeah. dude, I think that's awesome. I really I think, do. Yeah. I, I, think I like how it has a double meaning, both for storyline and uh, real life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Um, yeah, that's sweet. Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World God. Heavyweight Championship. Seven years in the making. I'm going to say it. Uh... I'm gonna say it. Uh, I don't care that you hurt your elbow. No, uh, I think Seth Rollins is. <laughs> if you guys know what, the, if you guys get that reference, you guys are king. But uh, no, uh, I think I want Finn Balor to win. Okay. He it's been he's been other than the NXT Championship. If you really want to count that, mm-hmm. he's been on a championship drought. And I, I, I think it's time for him to bring it back and add some more belts to uh, Judgment Day. Okay. Because the next up is Damien, because he's got the briefcase too. So let me add on that note. Oh, actually, now that I said that, what if, what if, Finn wins. Okay. And then Damien cashes in on Finn. That would definitely be an interesting story. What what if though? That would be crazy, right? Well, okay. How how about this? And I'm I'm glad you brought him up. We actually have a title match not this Friday, but next Friday for the U.S. title. Okay. Between Theory and Santos. What if after that, what if after that match, Damian cashes in? For the U.S. Championship? Yeah. Now, but hang on. The reason I say that, the reason I say that, is I'm actually, I actually believe that Finn's going to win. Hmm. So that'll give Finn the world title, Damian the U.S. title, Rhea the women, and Dominic the, the North American. And then they'll they'll have all the belts. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not the. There's no rules against like using it on a mid card title. No, but, uh, yeah, not anymore. No, yeah, yeah. So I'm just that's. I'm just saying. It'd be interesting to see. What if, uh, I'm gonna throw one out there too. What if, going back to the Seth Rollins Finn Balor match. What if. Seth retains, but Damien still cashes in and wins, and then 
that could still cause uh, cause tension between Damien and Finn because Finn you know, stole or Damien stole a shot. Pretty uh, yeah, pretty much. And then Finn would be like, "Yeah, well, I weakened him for you, or whatever. You just pick the bones." I mean, that could be too. Can't see Damien as a world heavyweight champion. Maybe and not that's yet. Why, uh, maybe not yet, but. And that's why I went with him going for the U.S. title. Again. Yeah. yeah. That would make it if he went for the U.S. title. That would make him a three-time U.S. champion or two or three-time U.S. champion. That's oh, that's true. Forgot about that when he was like doing yeah. that. Uh, yeah, he was uh, the rock star at Doctor Doctor whatever Mister yeah. Hyde. Yeah. Character. He was a he was the USA champion. Yeah. I mean. Okay. So. Uh, so you're going fan. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're going fan. I'm going fan. Yep. Crazy. Going fan. Yeah. I'm 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 all for Finn. Crazy. Who you got? I I'm torn on this match only because I can and I can see Finn winning because it's 7 years in the making. Mm-hmm. Um as far as my pick, I I think I want Finn to win only because not that I don't think he would be a good champion or and anything like that but I'm just wondering if Seth wins if Seth retains what's next for him because we ran this uh, we ran this story with Finn and and Seth at the last pay-per-view at what was it, Clash of the Castle or something? Or whatever? I can I can give you a little possible insight on what's next for Seth. Alright. Give us the scoop. If Seth wins, Brock Lesnar is gonna step up and challenge for the title. Uh, oh. Okay. There's also rumors. Pro, I don't know if you're aware of this. I mean, everything's rumors at this point, but, you know, we're six yeah. days out. Now, there's rumors that Bray Wyatt is set to return at SummerSlam. And somehow either have a cameo or interfere in a match or distract in a match and this could possibly be one of the matches mm, really mm-hmm. it, I think it's said it, I think articles are maybe saying that if he interferes in a match it could be either this one Seth versus uh, Seth and Finn or Cody and Brock or Logan and <laughs> no just kidding 
Let uh, hope, please no. <laughs> uh, I don't. But, I, I don't know. Do I hope he comes back? Honestly, yes. But so, I would rather have him come back and just make like a cameo and like tease throughout the night, or something, or just little tidbits of, hey, and, and I don't know, not necessarily the barcodes or whatever or the QR codes, but like little inklings of like oh hey this and then you know maybe like uncle howdy pops his head around the corner just like or like even his top hat pops around the corner or something you're like oh shit and then out of nowhere he just pops and then like even just like the door and the the new theme which is very fire and then he just like he disappeared, and they're like, well, what the fuck? Even if we're just literally left with, well, what the fuck? At least we know that he's coming. You know? I don't know. That's just my Yeah, opinion. no, like, fucking... Sorry, JMO. Sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, like, here's the thing. If if Finn ends up winning, if me and JMO's pick ends up winning... I'm going with Finn um, as well. All right, what are you going with? I'm going with Finn. Okay, if all of us, all of our picks end up winning, um, he comes out. Uh, let's say, let's say the Damian Priest shit doesn't happen because he's going after the U.S. title. Then. Okay. If he comes out, we can get. We can finally get, if if he wants to, bring back the fiend, for one time, and then the demon, and then we get the fiend and the demon face off. And you know, I, the funny thing about it is, I actually brought that up, and everybody that that was around at the time that I said that, everybody turned that idea down because they didn't want to see the demon anymore. But you have gone on record that you don't want to see the fiend anymore. I'm I'm not a fan of it, but. Oh, but if, if it's it done right, yeah, it, I was just thinking to say, if we get the fiend and the demon, absolutely bring it back. Let's 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 watch. It. That but would be that, than, that would make an interesting match, but other than that, no, I don't want to see the fiend again. But the only thing is, you would have to build up to it, and like, let's look at uh, let's just fast forward a little bit survivor you series do, you don't do it at survivor series because that's when raw and smackdown go head to head and, and you know what i mean i know yeah bray wyatt's on and on smackdown and finn is on raw but i feel like the survivor uh, the survivor series wouldn't be a big enough show for that I know it's the one of the big four, but Survivor Series, unfortunately, over the years, has been probably one of the most sought-after big four of the and because like it's not it's not the same Survivor Series that uh, that you know maybe all three of us love. So I feel like if they did the Fiend versus uh, versus the Demon at Survivor Series, I feel like yes, it would be a good match, 
but I feel like it, if it was at Survivor Series, I feel like it wouldn't... I, I feel like it wouldn't live up to the potential that it could be. So when, when would, would you, you do, do it? it? I would do it maybe at, like, the Rumble. Or even have it be, at, and have it be overshadowed by the Rumble. Or even... Yeah, yeah you got the Rumble, then, too. Yeah. Well, and, uh, well, then do it at Mania. Uh, I would... I don't know. No. I mean, you, uh, you're the one that uh, that's always saying, JMO, uh, that WWE is hooked on that long-term storytelling. They are. They are hooked on that. So you, you set it up at SummerSlam and you build to it. Because uh, think about this, JMO. Think about this. But Roughly, like, okay, wait, crazy guys. Didn't mean to cut you off there, but like. As far as long term, what is the statute of limitations that we give it to deem it long term? Because SummerSlam is what tomorrow or next next week? Saturday. Next, it's next Saturday. This next Saturday. next Saturday. Mm -hmm. Six days. We're in August. We're gonna be in August. Yep. So. Yeah. Uh, and Survivor Series is until November. Exactly. But when do Okay, and that's fine. But when think about this, what I was about to say is, when do WrestleMania storylines usually start? At usually Rumble. Rumble. Yeah. No, and and the long term ones start back at Survivor Series. So even if you hint it at Survivor Series. Even after, like, after a match, Finn's in, a, uh, Finn's in a match, say he wins, say he wins the World Heavyweight title on uh, Saturday, and he's uh, more than likely not going to defend it at the Survivor Series, but, you know, Finn's in a match, whatever, like champion versus champion or something like that, and, well, never mind, because it won't be World Heavyweight versus Roman, because Roman probably won't show up until Rumble next year, after this weekend anyway but you know what I mean like Finn has a match and like the match is over Finn wins or whatever it is and then that's when you, uh, that's when you tease it regardless if uh, if Bray Wyatt comes back at SummerSlam or not you tease it that at uh, like at Mania or something or at Rumble or whatever like you know you, you put the little inklings in there of something big is coming and then you know you build that's the problem i think that's the problem we can all agree on though uh is that with bray wyatt it's always a build-up and then you know exactly. we've had built we had like five build-ups and i'm, I'm just kind of i guess i'm kind of they they've all crashed and burned yeah, they, they haven't been good. Not too. So I don't. My my my, my only thing. I, I get what you're saying. Crazy. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but uh, the only thing that would get in the way of your of your of the booking would be dragging it out. Uh, you know, Bray Wyatt's way of dragging things out and it going stale. 
he did it right with the with the white bunny thing but then after that it was kind of it dude it sucked <laughs> it was it was just promo after promo after promo and then he had a la night match uh with glowing sticks and you know a missed high spot so i don't know i mean you, uh, the other thing that you gotta remember though is people have said and i've i'm one of them as well that bray wyatt's mind of the business the mind of his own booking if you really think about it is gold because oh, he's a great storyteller he he knows sure. he knows how to build up he knows how to keep people on suspense whether you liked his uh, his return or not i mean yeah it was promo after promo after promo and then they had the dark match or whatever and then he got injured he got a uh, he got injured they just don't know the disclosure of the injury and now now that's why it's rumored that he's it's rumored that he could be returning around the time of this uh, this weekend Anyway, we got uh, we got matches to go through. So, sorry. No, it's all good. Um, Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar. In match three of their series or the rubber match, if you will. Yeah. JMO thinks that this is supposedly going to be a last man standing, or he, you know. Double O. I think he tried to book it as a last man standing. We just haven't confirmed it yet. We're gonna have to confirm that tomorrow on Raw if they're gonna do it. JMO, who you got? Well, it it's all gonna depend on the match. Okay, whether it's a last man standing or not. No, it's not. I, no, I'm saying it's all gonna. My pick is all going to depend on the type of match it is. Okay. So until we until we all know what it is, you won't have a pick. I'm, I'm split. Yeah. Hmm. That's cheating. <laughs> uh. You know, go ahead, crazy. I want to hear your. I. Storyline wise, Cody has to win it. Just because this whole thing of booking him, uh, what the hell is the word? That they're not, he's, he's got to overcome all these things before he's, I can't remember the, uh, the term that they used a while ago. I know what you're talking about. Some, yeah. some baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Hard uh, times or something like that. Well, he's just got to uh, he's got to overcome all these obstacles before he can finish the story. That's why he lost at and at, at Mania and and right. Um so I guess storyline Cody has to win it, but um this is and I, like I said, this is the other match that is possibly rumored if Bray Wyatt is to return that he's going to interfere in this match and Either after, either during or after, and possibly his first story back 
is Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes and Bray Wyatt. Okay. Um, again, rumored, don't know. Would I be for it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. You know um, what? Give me Brock Lesnar. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Cody. Just because Brock uh, Brock doesn't have anything to prove. And That's also true. Um I just like The funny thing is I think Brock has even said that he tried to I think he actually legitimately tried to retire uh, after Like, mania, let's see, what are we on? 40? I think he tried to retire. Like, he was going to, like, officially hang it up or something after, like, 37 or 38. And then he just... Mm. And then he got the call or whatever, and he just kind of got the hook again or something. So, yeah, next, next year is WrestleMania Fallout. Right, but, no, he said in an interview that he, like, he tried to, like, he tried to tell Vince that... He's like, yeah, I'm done after, I think it was like 37 or something like that. That he's just like, yeah, I don't need, like, I don't, I don't have anything left. I don't need anything left. And then, like, it was just, I guess it's just the money fights or something at this point, so. A, a man with nothing to lose is a dangerous man. Just keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. And, and like Damo said, though, it could be all, and it could all depend on the match. I would not be surprised if it's going to be a last man standing, because I think that would be. Well, I think that would be entertaining, honestly. What well, Cody has went to creative yep. and actually, uh, he has actually pushed. For a Texas bull rope match. Well, first he wanted a dog collar match, and they turned him down. Yeah, but but I mean, but they have you know Cody and Creative. They're talking, and it's possible. Take the the bull rope match. They turned down a dog collar match because it was too violent. Because he had one with Brody Lee in AEW. WWE, WWE said that the dog collar match was too vital, and it you know, would not it would not fit the PG the the era that they're in now. In, in, a, in a in a world where they put the people through tables and, and they're surrounded by violence. I mean, they get jumped backstage. Like, I agree. I mean, yeah. How do we gauge what's too violent? Once you put a dog collar on, that's too much. That's what that that's that's the idea from WWE. Yeah. The dog collar matches too violent of a match. Well, but, then listen, again, Jamo, uh, you, but then again, but then again, you get. No, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Oh, Jmo, you get Triple H on the phone. I wish. Text him and let him know. I don't have his number. 
Stop being that's so why, soft. That's why. That's why we're trying to branch out. Hashtag get bed, get JMO's money. <laughs> yeah, get okay. JMO What I uh, what yeah. I was gonna uh, what I was gonna say though is think about this. Maybe the real reason. Maybe the real reason why they sh uh, they turned down the dog collar match. Look at these two participants. Brock Lesnar does not have a neck. <laughs> Where the hell would they put the dog collar? Around his around his around his bicep. Oh my god, that's a good one, man. I didn't even think but, about that. But no, I mean, I personally, I mean, and legit, I would like to see Cody in the bull rope match. I wouldn't be against the bull rope match. I think that would be entertaining, too. But I would like to see him in a bull rope match because of who made it pretty famous. much made it famous. Yep. And, you know, and he's trying to he's trying to build up to Dusty's legacy. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against a Boro match either. Um, but again, I think regardless of the match, whether it's a regular match or not, I'm gonna go Cody. Fair. At, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this only because of you know what I mentioned earlier. I've got, I've got to go with Brock. If they're gonna run the story of Brock and Seth for the title, okay. If if Seth wins, then Brock almost has to win. Brock is winning because. Matt Ward says Brock is winning because of Bray Wyatt. Um, I do apologize, guys. I probably have, I wasn't really paying attention to chat a lot, but my bad. Slowpoke Dad, I hope you're still in here. Um, but yeah, to your point, I don't know. I, it, my uh, my bigger question is after this match, what's next for either one of them? Like, where does Cody go from here? Where does Brock go from here? JMO, you said Brock is possibly challenging for the World Heavyweight title. I think that's... And I mean, I uh, don't get me wrong, I like Brock. I do. But I think it's... I think the last thing... Honestly, the last thing Brock needs is a title. He doesn't like, and not that he's not a not a worthy champion or anything like that. I mean, he is a part-time guy, whatever. But he doesn't need a championship. He the guy literally doesn't have anything left to prove. Not that I want him to go away. He just he doesn't have anything to prove. He's got a hall, of, and in my opinion, he's he's got a hall of fame worthy career. In WWE. Oh, that, yeah, that's yeah, that is not even in question. So, I don't know. Um, the last match I have here is Tribal Combat. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, supposedly 
for the status of Tribal Chief and the Universal Championship. So I guess everything is in on on the line. Um, tribal combat, I guess, literally anything goes. Yes. So. Um, That's what I was trying to figure out. What does tribal combat mean? Is that like the? Uh, Mostly uh, no hold board. Okay. That's what I thought. I was like, is that like the what do they call it? The Nigerian drum match that Big E and Apollo had. Which was stupid. Yeah, like, anytime they do these, like, gimmick matches, I always worry about... Well, that's know, like the Viking rules match. That was pretty much anything goes. Well, it was yeah. pretty much an Extreme Rules turning the... An Extreme Rules match turning the, uh, the ring into a ship. <laughs> so, that's all like, they Which, I'm, I, I'm uh, on a side note... WWE 2K put that particular match, or at least that ring accessory, in 2K24 because I need it for CEW Black Flag. <laughs> so <laughs> he wants his character to jump off the tip of the boat, yeah, into a into a flying elbow. Well, the fun uh, the, no Black Flag is our Royal Rumble. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I like that name too. Assassin's and Creed. Based, and it's based off of the uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah. So, which you're literally pirate. Well, pirates, Vikings. It's kind of a, sort of. They're the all same. the same. Yeah. They're all yeah. the same. They all. They're all in ships. They're like you know pilgrims, pirates. They're the same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, crazy. Who, crazy. Who you got in this match? Well. Before I give my pick, I want to ask, and I want to ask you and the chat. Being that this is tribal combat, no, and anything goes. Again, not rumored or anything, but there's like speculation, or like some fans are even thinking that if this is tribal combat, that's essentially going to open it up to. A lot of people are thinking that this is going to open it up, being that it's literally tribal combat, it's going to open it up to, like, the entire Samoan dynasty of, like, we could get cameos of, like, Rikishi or, or Rock or, I mean. Here's what's really funny that you brought that up. I actually sent a TikTok the other day. They said, or they had, you know, had the video. They said, <clears throat> after this tribal combat match, what if the true tribal uh, chief tribal chief showed up, and then the rock music hit? See, I would not be surprised. Uh, truth be told, I would not be surprised if Rock shows up. Or even like Rikishi, or whatever. Um, hold on. Get into a chat. Highlight my message. I hope. I hope I'm wrong. I heard. I heard reports on Twitter. WWE offered 
Jake Paul a contract and at the Royal Rumble. Let's go! Johnny, thank you for the follow. Um, offered Jake Paul a contract and at the Royal Rumble it would be the Paul Brothers versus the Paul Brothers versus the Creed Brothers? They're, yeah, they're in NXT. Yeah, I know, but okay. Alright, so the only article that I see regarding that is from Ringside News, and I'm just gonna tell you right now, fuck Ringside News. I don't trust them. They're not good. They're not a good source. Okay. So, um, anyway, sorry. Um, no. no. So, oh, I mean, I mean, you're you're right though. I, I don't trust them. Um, but going back to this tribal combat, like again, I would not be surprised if Rock shows up. Um, or even Rikishi, the Usos' dad. Um. I don't know who else would really show up, but I'm I don't know. I don't know who I'm gonna pick because I'm kind of more interested. I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm a little bit more interested of if if anyone who is gonna show up. You know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Rock shows up because, like, he could show up, uh, he could show up during Tribal Combat, and then, you know, Grayson Waller is, like, trying to get a match with Rock because, because of what's going on in Hollywood right now, all the writers and actors are on strike, so Rock literally has nothing to do right now. Yeah. So, that's why I would not be surprised if Rock shows up. Would I be disappointed? Not really, honestly, because, again, this whole Bloodline storyline, this Tribal Chief storyline, whatever you want to call it, every pay-per-view that Roman is on seems to end... More uh, either during or after the match seems to leave us with a cliffhanger of holy shit, what's gonna happen next? Like, and, and at SummerSlam, like, it could, in my opinion, I think I, I feel like it could vary from like anything, it could be vary from like Rock showing up, uh, Rikishi showing up, Solo turning on Roman. Jimmy turning on Jay, you know, like it could be literally anything, and that I, I think that's probably more of what I'm excited for. But if I have to pick who's gonna win the match, truthfully, and not necessarily because I necessarily want, and like, not that I don't want him champion or anything, but I'm going Jay. Because I love uh, I love the 
the promos like that. I love the setup to this. Ever since what the hell was the last pay per view? Was it Clash at the Castle? Or was it Clash at the Castle? I don't know. Whatever. Ever since Roman and ever since Jay pinned Roman in the Civil War. Uh, Money, Money in the, the bank. bank. There it is. Why couldn't it? Whatever. I don't know why I couldn't think of Money in the Bank. But, like, ever since Money in the Bank, the build-up to this, and even before Money in the Bank, like, uh, the build-up to this is got me invested on, I want to know what the hell is going to happen next, and is it going to be drug out more? More than likely. But, I, I, I'm going Jay. I'm going Jay because um, I'm I'm invested in it, and truthfully, I'm I'm ready for Reigns' title reign to end. Like I'm just I'm over it. I love this, and like you said, pro earlier, like I love this version of Roman, but I'm just ready for the title run to end because. I want to see, like, I want to see more of, like, titles changing hands a little bit more frequently. That is, and, that, and that's both major titles and mid-card. And women's. Like, all titles across the board. I just, I'm like, I want more, yeah, I want long title runs, but maybe, and JMOC has said this in, like, VC and past episodes, too, like, maybe long title runs of, like, I don't know, six months instead of 18 years. <laughs> it feels like. I don't know. But I'm going Jay. Chat, what do you got? Uh, and pro, pro, you want to go? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go. go. Um, um, I, I mean, you pretty, pretty much touched on it, so I won't go into detail about it, but yeah, this has been going on since the pandemic era, back mm-hmm. when he was trying to recruit the whole bloodline yep. and everything like that. And Jay was kind of the guy that was resisting when everybody else was, you know, conforming. Are you doing, Fernando? Uh, so it makes sense tonight, or uh, not tonight, but next weekend, that Jay Uso becomes the new universal champion. It's gotta be, I know we say this every time with Cody, with Sami Zayn, but with this, with the context of it all, it's gotta be Jay. Otherwise, I have no idea who you're gonna give it to. You're not gonna give it to Solo. You're not gonna give it to Jimmy, I don't think. Who else would fit the part? As tribal chief, I don't, and I don't know, but I, and I'm wondering if we even across the board, do we need, do we need a new tribal chief? Not really. No. We just, uh, we just need a different champion. But then again, that being said, when you win the championship and you get the title of the tribal chief, I think Roman's probably going to retain. Um, I do have a hot take though because you guys mentioned it earlier. Um, we don't need the fucking rock. They they've been doing 
three years of this shit without him. We don't we don't need him now. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, I don't think we need The Rock. But everybody else, I, I get what you guys are trying to say. You want that? You guys want that? Uh, you guys want that? Uh, yeah, everybody, the family tree to come out and kind of do something. But I just I don't know. okay. Here's the thing. And I want Jamon to answer this too. Um, do I want The Rock? Yes and no. I only want The Rock to... Like... I feel like... I'm going to just put it out there right now. If Rock shows up at SummerSlam, whether it's in Tribal Combat, whether he like he's backstage and slaps the piss out of Grayson Waller or something... Even if it's just a cameo. I feel like if he does something big at SummerSlam, and if it is, if we're supposedly getting Roman versus Rock, that's gonna, because you know it's The Rock, and he need, you know he's gonna need the training, even though he's at the gym probably like six times a day, but I digress, and you know, if he yeah, shows yeah. up at SummerSlam, you know it's going to be Roman and Rock at Mania. Whether it's for the title or not. It's just going to be for, like... the uh, I don't know. It, uh, again, if he shows up, it's going to be Roman and Rock at Mania. Whether it's for the title or not, it's just, like, it's going to end the whole Roman Reigns th- uh, storyline thing or whatever. But... Um... Shit, and I was gonna say something else, and I literally forgot it. Um, I just like the whole tribal combat. Is I just want to see. I, I don't know. I just want to see where it ends. That's it. There was something do. else, but I literally forgot it. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> All right, Jamal, who you got? I'm I'm gonna have to go with Roman <clears throat> because yeah, so now, uh, so now here's where the double O uh, the double O JMO uh, booking comes in. Go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Roman because it would make no sense to give Jay that tribal chief status. But elaborate on that. Okay. Why why wouldn't it make sense to give it to Jay? Because Roman's had it the whole time, okay? Mm -hmm. And not only that, but when he was given that tribal chief status, his daddy is the one that gave it to him. Oh, that's what I was... That's what I was going to uh, touch on. Shit. Okay. No. Okay. So, right. if, his, if his daddy... If his dad gave him that status of tribal chief, it... <clears throat> the only other person that could give it to Jimmy would be Rikishi. You mean Jay? And, yeah. Okay. And personally, 
I don't believe that Jay could be could I don't believe that Jay could be the leader to do it. Right. Okay. But but hang on, hang on. Not only that, but also I don't believe WWE would put Jay in the right spots to be that leader. Okay. Really? Hmm. And that's an interesting take. I mean, yeah, they're calling him the main event Jay Uso, but that's only because he's been in the bloodline for so long and he's been in main events, but pretty much only because of Roman. But so, okay, so here's the uh, here's the counter uh, that I that I bring you then. The story that they're telling is the whole reason supposedly for this tribal combat was it was the elders' idea. Yeah. So why why would it be the elders idea when supposedly Roman didn't even know about it and they told Jay or they told the Usos like hey it's tribal combat now fair question you know what I mean yeah so, yeah but yeah but if it's the elders idea and supposedly Roman didn't know about it all that's going to do is make Roman prove himself even more to the elders that he deserves that title. Hmm. He said he doesn't need it, though. That's what he says. Yeah. But well, that's he, said, also... he says he doesn't need it to try to get in the head of Jay. And then he immediately, and then he goes immediately back on his word. But that's all. But that's also making us question it, which we're doing. Yeah. But, but that's also making us question: Does is that what is that just what he's saying, or does he really mean it? Because he's manipulative. Exactly. Yeah. So My I'm just. So what I'm saying is I don't believe that WWE <clears throat> will push Jay to <clears throat> I don't believe WWE whoever might be over creative at the time I'm not naming any names because whatever but whoever's over creative I don't believe that they're going to push Jay to make him believable as a leader and, and quote-unquote tribal chief. And that's all creative, honestly. Me, me as a personally, as a wrestling fan, dude, Jay can pretty much do anything he wants when he wants. He's just that good. But I'm looking at it from the way creative would possibly push it. 
So, are you saying, Ed, are you going with Roman because you're the double agent, or if you, Ed, are you going with Roman? I'm, go I'm going with Roman because I say creative will not push Jay correctly. All right, in the chat, Matt Ward says bull fucking I, shit, J-Mo. I read it. I read it. Okay. I read it. I read it. But, I mean, uh, hey, it, it's his opinion, and fine. I've got mine. No, that's fine. And again, uh, guys, we're all um, uh, we're all friends here. It's the word. Causing a, dis uh, a not distraction, a, a conversation. So, everybody yeah, um, him, I mean, with... Jamo's point, it's actually not not bad. No, it's um, not. It's really hard to have confidence with them, you know, booking it after he wins. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, he's double O and and what? you know. Nine times, and, and again, the other reason why the joke is that uh, Jamo is secret agent is. Like uh, like he just said, Roman. Uh, so he's uh, he's predicting Roman's winning. That means it's happening. Nine times out of ten, he's right. And we always uh, we always say that he's booking WWE, and that's why we're trying to get in contact with Triple H so that he can get his rightful royalties. So, well. So pretty much, uh, pro anything that we predicted, more than likely we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Story <laughs> of my life, man. Of J -Mo. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. me too. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that was SummerSlam. That was SummerSlam, and then NXT. What? And what's bad. funny? But here's what's funny about it, though. Mm -hmm. Before before we started talking about SummerSlam, Pro actually said, "I'm not really looking forward to it." Hmm. <clears throat> is that maybe, is it, that it, maybe it's it's like he knows? <laughs> I mean, Pro, is that the same mindset now? I think since I talked about it with you guys my opinion about it has changed a little like i said i, I said I also said i would still watch it yeah i'll be doing a lot of action for it so but i mean but are you invested a little more into it now with theories like that yeah okay yeah you know yeah no i see i can that's the thing about me is that if uh you guys bring up good points and you know uh logic you know into the the booking i automatically will change my mind about something sure and at, so. at the end of the day like we always say at the end of the day even if and even if we're wrong and jmo's always right at the end of the day bottom line <laughs> is, is we're wrestling fans we're here to enjoy the show and yeah and we're when, wrestling fans yeah we're wrestling oh. fans. you didn't know okay no, I didn't know that. Huh. <laughs> and we're, wrestling, uh, we're wrestling fans, and then I personally take it uh, take it a joy, um, like when I'm doing Raw and SmackDown live reactions, and then pay per views too. 
if something happens that that where JMO was wrong, I call him out on it, and then he just immediately is like, "Yeah, they changed the booking without me." Yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't tell me about this. Exactly. I mean, so I was in the room. room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, the, the big, the big joke going around was that there was a lot of stuff they changed while while I was uh, busy recovering from my neck surgery. Yep. Oh, did you just have neck surgery? Uh, back in March. Oh, uh, how you feeling now? Oh, dude, I'm great. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it went good. Oh, what? Okay. Here's the weird thing about that though. The night I had, or the day that I had my neck surgery, it was on a, it was on a Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, and let me, and let me backtrack just a little bit. Um, so, bro, just in case you're, and you're unaware, JMO is actually my general manager for CEW Mayhem on Mondays. Okay. Uh, so that, that's gonna explain a little bit for what he's about to say. Oh. Well, anyway, go ahead. But anyway, I actually had my surgery on a Monday. Well, we we had already made the match cards and everything for a couple of weeks for you know for Mayhem, and I thought I was gonna be out like six weeks because that's what the, that's what the doctors told me, right? So we were preparing for me to be down for six weeks. Well, I had my surgery at like 12 o'clock, 12 or 1 on the 20th. And by 8, uh, by like 8 or 8.30, that I had same woke night. up. Yeah, the same night. I asked my wife what time it was. She told me, I told her to give me my phone and I was in stream in the hospital room at 8.30 on the night of my surgery. Yeah, my stream. <laughs> and he scared the ever-living shit out of me because he has a walk-on. And I wasn't expecting him to come in, so then all of a sudden he shows up and I'm like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> and I look at chat and I'm like, Jamo, what the fuck are you doing here? He goes, hey, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. You're like dedicated. Oh yeah. No. Extremely. Hey, look. The thing about it is, I I signed up to be GM. I signed up to be a mod. I'm gonna do my job. There it is. I commend that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. If Roman, I commend that dude. So, and I appreciate. It. So, Matt Horton yeah. says if Roman wins that match, JMO is double and is the double agent. You heard it here first, chat. Well, we've been saying it for months, but you heard it here first. So, so but, but yeah, I, but yeah, I actually had my surgery back in March. I was in stream same night, and dude, I was up walking by myself. Well, they actually had me walk up walking the day after my neck surgery in the hospital. I come home and was walking on my own, moving about a week after my surgery. Yep. Did you recover that fast or? 
Well, I would. I, I, well, I can't really say I recovered that fast, but I pushed myself so that I could get up and do things on my own again. No, so not only are you dedicated, but you're tough. Exactly. Great exactly. combination of a, of a wrestler right there. Yeah, but mm. yeah, dude, I, dude, I'm, and everybody I've talked to has told me that they did not expect me to get up and get going as fast as I did. I wouldn't. <laughs> I know I wouldn't. I know. My, I, I wouldn't. You know, my wife, my wife would have told me she would have milked it for the whole six weeks. Mm-hmm. Me? No, I was up going. Matt Ward just said, uh, just said, Jamo is fucking cyborg. <laughs> I, I've got metal in my body, so. Dude, cyborg, like, I don't follow, let me just say this too, I don't follow DC or Marvel or anything like that, but I, I, I know who cyborg is, and cyborg's a fucking beast. I like cyborg. So, but yeah. So, but anyway, off of that subject. Um, um, well, I think we should, uh, I, what do you guys think about not to abruptly end this awesome conversation, but we're, uh, we're pushing about three and a half hours. And well, yeah. No, this was an awesome conversation, though. Seriously. And, yeah. Hey, pro. Hey, man. We we really appreciate you coming in. You know, start with a little bit of an interview, talking wrestling, talking SummerSlam with us. You know, this was this was great, man. We we really appreciate it. Yeah, this was oh, awesome. Thank you guys for you know having me. This was fun. Um. Yeah. On that and on that note, if you would like to, the floor is yours feel free to you know plug your socials where can people find you um where can they find your show what's your tags my tags all right well uh we'll start from the top and work our way to the bottom you guys can find me uh where i post primarily on instagram at the pro wrestling podcast um i do a lot of what's that i was gonna say if you want to put them in chat yeah, you can oh, copy okay. links. Uh, absolutely, man. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, while you're talking about them, put them in chat. All right, I'll put my link tree in there. Oh, there that'll work. Um, uh, so yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram. Uh, that's where I post. I post a bunch of news, um, quotes, funny tweets from wrestlers. If that's your style, uh, okay. pictures. I, I do a lot of I do a lot of content on there. Uh, okay. It's where uh, the great CM Punk commented so uh, I get a lot of feedback um, you also can find me on Twitter uh, I don't tweet a lot but when I do I say I, I say well, I complain about fans basically <laughs> um, <laughs> so you guys I mean, can find me on there uh, uh, it's, that's at the PW pod so that just at the the okay. PW pod. Okay. Um, another thing. Sorry, it's hard for me to like multitask <laughs> talking to the camera. 
Uh, but uh, you also can find me on Twitch, on here, on Twitch. Uh, go by the Pro Wrestling Pod. Um, stop on by anytime you want. I do, uh, and YouTube. So I'm on both platforms. Uh, I do watch alongs every Wednesday and every Friday. Um, do AEW Dynamite and um, SmackDown. And uh, sometimes Rampage if I feel like it. Um, I start at 6.30 each time. So uh, that's to give us 30 minutes to talk and chill and, you know, whatever. We'll strike up a conversation before the show starts. Sure. And stuff like that. Um, uh, that's, I think that's pretty much it. I just posted a video today on my YouTube, uh, basically a compilation video that I edited uh, myself. And it took fucking a whole week and a shit ton of hours. Um, so go over to my YouTube channel and check it out. That's just the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Okay. Uh, you should you should see the little pink guy uh, icon. That's me. Just um, just hit just you know like comment subscribe. That's pretty much it. Follow. Now, I can't I can't tell you. I've been over there a few times. Great stuff. Yeah, yeah, I try. It's it's nothing, it's nothing fancy. It's not like crazy eyes. But. <laughs> wow. Okay. Which, uh, I'm saying yours is better than mine. You think so, huh? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. I do, and I do appreciate that. Um. That's that's a compliment. Well, thank you. Well, no, I. Well, I, we, we really appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. Um. Yeah. So, this, uh, uh, this one I put all my links in the chat. I think I don't know if they came through. Yeah, there is a link there. There we go. Yep, I got it. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, it works. Um. Here we go. Sweet. Yeah, like Jamo said, uh, we appreciate you being on. Oh, this was really fun. We got to do a SmackDown collab again. Sometimes. We got to. We got to. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I'm going to mute in Discord, but Pro, if you don't mind hanging out, I want to talk to you about some stuff off stream, just real, really quick. David, before you do that, I'm going to go ahead and do my whole ending thing. Yeah, go ahead. Everybody, again, everybody, we appreciate you joining us, watching us live, and for those that are not here, uh, for those that watch us on uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, um, and what's the other one we're on, crazy? Apple Music. Apple Music. For those that actually watch us, we appreciate it. Um, please continue to watch us. Show us the support. And, you know, we're going to keep doing everything we can to entertain y'all. And thank y'all again. Absolutely, um, and I also want to and I want to add to that as well. Um, if anybody listening, um, either on the anybody here live and on the live stream or um, that is uh, going to be listening to this on our platforms, if you want to be a guest on the show, please. Um, find me 
I, and I know, you know, if you're listening to this later, I know it's going to be hard to kind of find me, but I'm on, I'm on Discord, um, I'm on Instagram at, I think, what the hell is my, I don't even remember my IG, I think it's at Crazy Eyes, it's either at Crazy Eyes or at Crazy Eyes for life, um, just get in contact me. The best way to get a, an, um, to get a hold of our show is on the Discord. Um, but if you're not on Discord or if you're listening to this later, um, but you want to be a guest, we want guests. We do. Um, and we uh, we'll work around your schedule and we'll just talk wrestling with you. Where you and we'll we'll do an interview. We don't have guests a whole lot. So, yeah. Um, appreciate everybody being here. Um, but we are going to go ahead and rate out Pro. Uh, like I said, if you could hang out in Discord just for a couple minutes. Um, just want to talk to you about some uh, some other stuff, man. Okay. So, um, nothing bad, promise. Just want to talk <laughs> about some other stuff. So, um, I'm Yeah, gonna, uh, all good. But, yeah, again, everybody, thank y'all. Absolutely. Yep. All right, I'm going to do our closing, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, man. All right, guys, we are going to go ahead and raid out. So, anybody in chat, hashtag Crazy Eyes Creed and Wrestling Freaks Pod. Um, or, and Crazy Eyes sent me, whichever one you want to use. We're going to go send the love... The only way we know how 